0: Albuquerque's Macro Aggression. Eddie Aragon, Rock of Talk.
1: 405 Tuesday afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM600KIVAVQ.FM, Rock of Talk.com 550 5500 here for your Tuesday afternoon. I am uh, in a mood, so Moody Blues would be apropos here. And uh, we got E-Dowd Muska joining me from across town. I guess uh, everyone's celebrating Clayton Buck's first year anniversary with all the accolades and everything. I think uh, Dowd's celebrating his second anniversary tomorrow. It'd be great to get him in studio if we could uh, do it. And then uh, the people who don't like to hear you typing... And you can see your keyboard and, hey, there you go. Hey, Bob's your uncle. You're all set to
2: go. <laughs> Eddie, I'm also celebrating uh, something very important this week. I am I am more of a New Mexico resident than ever. Uh, this is my library card. Uh, just oh, wow. picked it up at the uh, Corrales Community Library. And um, that just makes me just more of a New Mexican, I would say, doesn't it?
1: I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> uh, Los Alamos Library cards are uh, uh, fairly overrated. Uh, From the standpoint that, well, you get one and then you say five years later and, oh, I remember this. Yeah, I want to get that one book. Uh, Los Alamos uh, charges you. uh, For people like you, Dowd, uh, who's going to get plenty of mileage, uh, I can tell you you, it's a library card is underrated.
2: Well, I can't. uh, I wish I could. I wish I could say I'm going to be hanging around the library or not. Um, There is a statewide system that allows you to access let's say publications that would cost you money otherwise and uh they recently closed the door on that system and said only people who have current new mexico library cards can be can log into that system and read publications for free legally legally so i had to sort of break down but eddie uh my mother my mother raised me to um (laughs) she always said people look like what they are and when you walk into the corrales community library the first thing you see is the koi pond and the uh, woman who speaks in NPR voice is sitting behind the desk. Right. I, as I walked in there, I thought, you know, there's there's very little chance that I'm going to encounter a 350 pound woman. Uh, with a Kid Rock uh, concert tour 2003, uh, a T-shirt uh, sucking on a 72-ounce 7-Eleven Big Gulp and stuffing ring dings and ho-hos in her face. That, that That's not the kind of socioeconomic background for the ladies who are the volunteers who comprise the uh, Corrales uh, Community Library. It's Rich Whitey over there, big time, and every woman I encountered there, and yes, they were all women, were pretty much exactly what I thought they would be. <laughs> I wonder if the women who shower, um,
1: you know, after yoga—that's, uh, that, you know—I think if if that that were the case, because there's a lot of there's a lot of stinky rich people. I got to tell you that, and by and large, you know, like shower a little bit more. That's about all I can say. Get yourself to a shower. Act like you, uh, you know, have some place to take care of yourself. Uh, speaking of which, uh, really interesting. I was getting some Amazon packages today. Finally installed fiber into this whole thing. Um, the station was turned upside down in order to do it because they route. Once you have fiber in a building, so for those of you who are thinking about office, uh, you know, industrial, whatever it is, you want to make sure that you have fiber, uh, especially sort of for the next stage. Uh, people are renting apartment apartment complex, you should probably ask uh, whether or not you have to wire in your own cable or see if you can tap into the fiber. Um, it, it's excessively fast, like. You can't even understand how much faster everything is. And for you you kids or you parents who have kids who are gamers, they have this thing called pings. And the difference between them touching that button and it going through and registering on the other side, uh, you're going to miss that 30 millisecond. It might be between a frag uh, or getting picked. You know? And you definitely want your kids uh, to grow up a little bit of confidence. So upgrade. Get the uh, fiber if you can. Uh, it's expensive to put in. Uh, but it does take care of a lot of other things. And we here at the radio station uh, have to make sure that we can get plenty of throughput out. So I believe that they turn on the fiber for me tomorrow, but they had to go through and turn the station upside down, the entire building upside down. But I literally walked by a bunch of my um, neighbors and I told them, hey, you guys have fiber now. <laughs> You're welcome. Go in, go upgrade, don't like, like this is a, uh, uh, if you want to get people, your workforce to work, upgrade the fiber just do it okay and cut the cord and by that i mean cut the cable satellite tv you know cut the cord entirely um and these wireless internet providers just just go it, it's it might have been the worst investment i think i've ever made uh, i did that some time ago it never did uh work out and then you see the same thing happening right now with glenn beck glenn beck has invested heavily in Elon Musk, what does he have? He has some sort of super WAN or super something. Well, Starlink, I think it's called. Starlink, okay. So Glenn is broadcasting from his ranch in Idaho. Glenn's got money. He's got redundancy. Not only does he have the, uh, how, how committed is he to living in Idaho? How, how committed is he doing it? And I know the, his producers and the people um, that, that are there uh, with him. He wanted to do Starlink, and Starlink keeps dropping out. Keeps dropping out. So that is not very dependable. That's good
2: for a national show.
1: (laughs) No, and uh, let me say something else. As far as the, um, when you heard me do, I think probably the first Verizon ultra-wide broadcast on TV and radio. You know, I did that from an ultra-wide Verizon hotspot. There are not many of them. And uh, for all you conspiracy People who are like 5G is going to, you know, accelerate all the cancer. Just get over yourselves already. I'm, I'm done with that. Um, you want to invest in 5G, but you're going to have to go ahead and shift so that you're not just at 4G LTE. You actually have to pay for the plan. And the most remarkable uh, speeds that I have seen have been on my iPhone. I have an iPhone 13 or no iPhone 12 mini, I think. I don't know. Whatever it is. It's, I know they roll it out every year. Whatever. Yeah, no, I think it would be 13. I have an IC13 Mini on the ultra-wide, and there's certain places. One of those ultra-wide places where you have, uh, there's a whole map, is the duck pond over at the University of New Mexico. And the cap and the millisecond and the delays are just, like, absolutely minimal. So that's the way you want to go. Verizon already has the to cell towers. It's quite expensive to upgrade into all this stuff. But definitely you want to go ahead and get the uploads because you don't want to be sharing what's in – for those of you, you're so much of your lives depend upon this. You don't want to share that cable. You don't want to share that pipe with your neighbors. Oh, it's buffering again. Oh, damn, we're just right to a good part. I was just in that part of the movie. I don't stream movies. I just generally, I don't. I'm not really into you know watching movies, as everybody knows, um, although I will go to the theater to watch a movie. Um, when you share in that pipe, that's eating away. And if there's any more than you know, 10 people sort of connected streaming a movie, you're going to start getting buffering issues given the bit rate at which those movies stream. So just a little something uh, for all of you. That's why so many people right now are offering downloads. This is why your hard drives are important. <laughs> Look at me teching out here, nerding out for <laughs> you guys today to kick off the show. Um, just, just trying to help you. Um, today, Jay Bird and Natalie did their show completely remotely on their own without me jumping into the middle of their show. Yeah. They did their show. Now that'll play on Saturday. And that's sort of, uh, I figured, was it, ti- we call it, I think, time shifting, right? Yeah, yes, yes. Kind of this time shift. You know, this, of course, is a live show. This is important. It's imperative. It's a new show. It's timely. We're, we're dealing with things of the day. But, you know, their show on Saturday is going to be a recorded show. You probably won't be able to tell you other than me telling you that. But they were able to do everything fully remotely. And able, I think, to broadcast to rockoftalk.tv. And so our other people are going to be able to do that as well. So, you know, when it comes to a mind and innovation and things, uh, you would have been a hell of a lot better going with me as your mayor uh, in so many ways. And let me, let me give it to you this way. Do you know how much I get done with just one person, me? Like, it's kind of amazing how much I do. And yet, I compete against other radio stations. I take down, like, how do you do this? How do you do this? You know, and I just work very slowly. I don't know if you guys know about the big dig. <laughs> you know, That was a big deal out in Boston, you know. $14.5 was-
2: billion. Dollars.
1: And how many years? How <laughs> many years did that take? It, it, was
2: a, it was a little behind schedule, just a little.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, but for those people, and just thinking about the people who had impacted, if you ask anybody now, it's like, oh, my gosh. I can't believe this is just the greatest thing since sliced bread. I've never, I can't believe how much time this saves and all the time. Like it's literally saving probably $14 billion within a year. That's no doubt about it. uh, Given what's happening in that whole tech center. So, but it took them a long time to get there. And it's the same thing with anything that's worth doing. So when my guys were in here pulling the fiber today, I said, yeah, when I got this station, it was nothing. It was literally zero. There was nothing on it. I like, I don't want anything to do here, here it is, blah, 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 you know, boom. And then you just build it day by day, just keep showing up. Not only am I doing the work of the station, but I'm showing up in the station to do a radio talk show. In addition to assembling a lineup, and in addition to running commercials, running automation, we have rebuilt the entire station from the ground up. I'm very proud of that. I think that's very exciting. And I think a lot of people who listen are also very proud of it as well. And we take enormous risks. Um, we say things, uh, we exercise, we flex our, we probably have the the biggest first amendment, uh, muscles in the marketplace. I don't think there's any question about that. I mean, if we were, if the first amendment was, you know, we'd be Mr. Universe. Uh, We, we really do, uh, excessively, uh, discuss talk and give our opinions and qualify them with Dowd, the supercomputer checking me at every turn. And, one of the things that we failed to do yesterday, speaking of streaming, I think this is a good jump off point. I did have a different direction I wanted to start off with. But Dowd, uh, you had a uh, Rock of rockoftalk.chat blast. Thank you, Natalie, for getting out the um, show notes last night. Uh, I think that was a big deal for Dowd. And, you know, I got a chance to, again, you know, my priorities were my kids. Uh, by the way, I'll, I'll share uh, with you uh, my kids. It, it's, it's, it's sort of a baiting thing. You know, I'm trying to, like, wean them off the excitement of, hey, oh, you're going to get pizza. No. And we had baked... Did I tell you we had baked beans, right? Brown sugar beans. So We had that. Um, what else? They're not big fans of SpaghettiOs at all. They <laughs> Interesting. Have absolute, they have absolutely... And I let them pick because through their budget, I'm like, okay, well, let's see what you like. So they're going, making their decisions based upon the back of the label and the marketing, you know, that that's there. And they're finding... And you should do this with your kids. Just let them go and pick what they want to do, just for the, because all they can see is about 24 to 36 hours in front of them. And if you let them make their choice, and I found that, uh, you know, Mikey likes it and Mikey doesn't like it um, very often with the choices that they make. You might remember Life Cereal, of course, and Mikey, you're just trying to get Mikey to eat. So, you know, it's been a lot of fun, it's been pretty uh, inventive and the big thing that we're doing today is I said well they want ramen i hate ramen i just have a thing you know everybody likes to eat it but the nutritional value you got to drain out all that stuff in it you know so they got them a drainer a strainer and some ramen bowls and i started thinking it's like well you got to make your own ramen now So, just because between the smell and everything else i'm just gonna go ahead and let them do it so anyway um just been it's been a a, their school comes to a, a um School comes to a finish for them. Uh, They're finally done, and uh, everything is all good. So summer will start officially for them. They have an extra month of school uh, compared to everybody else, and then they're doing the Tuttle Twins stuff. They hate Khan Academy. They feel like it's total work. So uh, they have fought tooth and nail, and I told them that everything they needed to get done Last night that they could go ahead and skip school today, and that's what they did. So two days. Before. Whoa! And so, yeah. Um, and Good they call, boys. <laughs> yeah, they don't stream either, but uh, doesn't look like a whole lot of other people are streaming either. Doubt uh, our homegrown company. Well, no, not homegrown. We invested them. We lured them in here. Netflix not doing too well, uh, as all things considered. Um, I think I have never paid Netflix a dollar. I use somebody else's account for period of time like a 10 bucks and i think that's what they were trying to get away from and as soon as they started increasing their prices in addition to i think being a little bit overly woke the produced the production of you know barack obama uh, movies and various other things it looks like that's really sort of impacted their bottom line uh people are no longer sort of tuned into new netflix but new mexico is still pumping in uh, money for them and over fist, they give them all sorts of welfare. What else is new? D-Dowd Muska has the report, and you got it yesterday, if you paid attention, at rockoftalk.chat for less than 20 cents a day. Become a subscriber, get informed, get the show notes, and then some doubt. What do you know about Netflix?
2: Well, I mean, first, let me apologize. This uh, this original content at rockoftalk.chat, the, uh, Eddie says one of the few free speech platforms left in New Mexico. Folks, I, we might be the only one. I, I was walking the dogs this morning and thinking, if I work or if I was associated with another radio station, or if I were a columnist for the Albuquerque Journal, would I? there would absolutely be things they would not let me say that I say on a daily basis and write about it on an almost daily basis. So uh, if you like the First Amendment folks, you probably want to check out uh, KIVA 1600 AM Albuquerque, uh, available worldwide at rockoftalk.chat. Um, Netflix is a a profitable company, okay? Mm -hmm. Netflix is not going to file bankruptcy tomorrow, Mm -hmm. but there are some very dark clouds on the horizon for Netflix. And so why would we care? Well, you as a taxpayer of New Mexico, uh, through the Local Economic Development Act and through the funding of the uh, $110 million a year of funding of of Hollywood productions, television and movies. uh, And I should also add Netflix, their facility here, they, their amount of subsidies they get are not subject to the cap because they have a physical facility here. They're called a film partner under the yeah. law that was passed, signed by, you guessed it, Michelle Luan Grisham, with seven or eight Republicans in the Senate helping her out on that one. Uh, Netflix is—the is, sky's the limit. The sky's not even the limit when it comes—infinity and beyond for for subsidies for Netflix. So we are partners with uh, the streaming service Netflix. But what's happening to Netflix the stock is cratering. Uh, it lost half of its value between November and April. And on that day in April, when it had lost about half its value, they announced that we, uh, the company, have experienced, uh was it, 200,000 subscribers, fewer subscribers. It was its first subscriber uh, decline in over mm. a decade. Uh, right. Netflix is not in the business of losing subscribers. <laughs> They're in the business of growing subscribers every quarter. Uh, since then... The stock that was already down 50% lost another 50%. Now, if you understand percentages, you understand that it's not at zero. You can lose 50%, then restarted it, another 50% loss, and you're not at zero, uh, unless you're Paul Guessing and doesn't can't understand how percentages work. Uh, so it's down. In the I the mean, last
1: three months, Dowd, uh they've gone from 391.82 yep. to a close of 170.91.
2: Just yep. And they were in the, in the 600s back in November. So they lost 50 and then when to reset the clock, when they announced the 200,000 loss of subscribers, they lost another 50. Uh, I'm really glad that I uh, am not an investor in Netflix. And uh, if I may say so, Myself uh, today, Wells Fargo came out and said that uh, the two space companies you should be invested in are Maxar and Rocket Lab, and I am a proud, 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 many, many, mini, mini investor in Rocket Lab, uh, for real, not for a joke. And somehow Virgin Galactic wasn't on their list of companies you should uh, invest in. I, I think, uh, look, just a little toot, toot of my own horn. I, I they, they a shareholder lawsuit, which is something that's been. I've been a little interested in lately because Virgin Galactic also, one of our other partners is facing a shareholder lawsuit. Uh, These people are going hard, hard, hard at Netflix. They are saying that The principals, the top executives knew that they were, uh, quote, exhibiting slower acquisition growth. Uh, Part of that, of course, is competition. There's so many other streaming services out Mm -hmm. there. Uh, The company uh, had some new, but did not reveal publicly that it was experiencing, quote, difficulties retaining customers. It was losing subscribers on a net basis. Uh, The financial results were being adversely affected by that, but... You have a duty, uh, if you're one of the top executives at a company, to disclose this information. So if you're shading it, if you're being old, rosy scenario, or if you're not saying it at all, the civil courts uh, permit you to bring a shareholder lawsuit. So, you know, there's a lot of shareholder lawsuits. I don't know what the future of this one is, but it's, you know, it's it's not – not very good news. The other one that uh, the other uh, dark yeah, cloud me, that I there, think two is
1: things here uh, for you, Dow, just to supplement what you're saying. Uh, COVID was particularly good to Netflix because in quarter one of 2020, they had 182 million subscribers, and they went all the way to quarter three in 2021. This was before their fall. Uh, quarter four 2021 of 221 million. So that's a growth of 140 million subscribers, and then immediately people go back to work and it doesn't bolster. Their number. Uh, this just off two hours ago, Dowd. Uh, this is interesting. Eleven thousand three hundred person workforce. They are have another round of
2: layoffs looming ahead for Netflix. Interesting. I hadn't seen that yet today. Uh, kind of confirms the, the the general direction I'm going in. the 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 overarching problem, I think. And this was uh, I was listening to a Hollywood. Oh God, these people are. Uh, The only thing worse than Hollywood people are the Hollywood journalists, but one of them was a former HBO uh, executive who now does his own sort of reporting, and he made a really interesting argument about streaming in general, Uh, and of course Netflix is the big dog, but there's a lot of other streamers out there. We are about to enter, if we're going to have a recession, and there's pretty... Broad agreement that we're going to have a recession. And, yeah, we were in one. Yep. Uh, 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 you know, we are just got to wait for the formal confirmation from Boston with the National Bureau of Economic Research. So they'll tell us that we're actually in a recession. Uh, he said this is going to be the first recession of the streaming era. And, boy, when you're paying 6 $7 a gallon for gas and you're looking at that monthly charge for Paramount or Hulu or Netflix or whatever – you 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 start thinking hey do, do i use all these services and start boom boom knocking them out so back to new mexico uh 2018 new Me- uh, netflix buys albuquerque studios the big complex right. south of the city they buy it for a song a, a complete song they get it i don't know like at one third of its value or something so i don't know that that You know boded very well for us uh eddie as is always the case and you 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 talk about this and i talk about this if you're going to get any insight into new mexico you're going to have to get it from media sources Other than ours, outside the state, you know, we talk about that. That national New Republic article about New Mexico was a good place for Jeffrey Peterson uh, for Jeffrey Epstein to come. Um, This was an article by Variety, which is one of the Hollywood trade publications. You know, very influential in the industry. They dug up the data and found out how much the Netflix bought this facility for a song. None of the local press reported this at all. But leaving that issue aside. Well,
1: let me let me let me qualify that. just to look slow on this, because this is such a good report. In Variety, which is obviously outside, it is a music and entertainment source. Uh, Todd Spangler had, and they're just shaking their head like, what? Netflix Studios cost ninety one million dollars of your taxpaying dollars to build, and it was sold to Netflix for less than thirty million. In fact, the actual number. That it sold out was twenty two point seven million,
2: so nearly a quarter down. Yeah, yeah. So, so if this facility used to be called Albuquerque Studios, and obviously it's got Netflix attached to it now, if New Mexico is such a production hub and it's the new Hollywood, then why was this facility worth so much less? I mean, we're, I I never got an adequate answer on that, but it, and God knows we'll never hear from any officials it in New belongs Mexico. To
1: them, right? It belongs to Netflix. It's under their holding, so they think yep. it was titled over to them. So then on top of that, Netflix was made whole within a year and a half because it received $14.5 million yep. in those government funds.
2: It did. Uh, and then in 2020, it announced a major expansion. They claimed they were going to do a billion dollars in investment. Uh, and that, yeah. of course, the state was willing to pony up all the money. I contacted them last week and I said, hey, guys, a uh, local media outlet here, uh, just interested in if you have have a general statement about your investment plans and your hiring plans in Albuquerque, given, you know, things are kind of rough, I didn't want to be insulting, but uh, not not surprising they they didn't get back to me. Uh, I went on their website, and folks, they have an extensive website for employment, and while it's kind of funny because Albuquerque was its first non-California physical facility that they bought, Netflix is Everywhere in the last few years, they've gone to Amsterdam, Mumbai, Stockholm, Manila, Seoul, Warsaw, Poland, on and on and on. Uh, they don't list Albuquerque as one of their global locations on their website. All those other places are listed. Uh, I searched the, wow. wow. yeah, yeah. wow. search the word Albuquerque on their. Yeah, uh, yeah. I searched the word Albuquerque on their just you know search uh, function for jobs. Wow. Absolutely zero jobs came up. Uh, they're hiring in Amsterdam. They're hiring in Mumbai. They're hiring in mm. Stockholm. Mm-hmm. On and They're hiring in New Jersey. Uh, they're hiring in Vancouver. Nothing is happening at all at Netflix Albuquerque, and they're not talking to – at least they're not talking to me. They'd probably talk to Kevin Robinson Avila because he'll give them all the spin they want. But uh, Eddie – I think it's cause for concern. This was our this is our latest uh, okay. corporate savior. Yep. Uh, you know, every time a big deal is announced, and, and listen, this is Susana Martinez, the Republicans. She called this uh, what was it a huge, huge win for New Mexico. This happened in late 2018 as she was as she was leaving office. All uh, Tim Keller was heavily involved in this. Alicia Keys was his film liaison uh, before she became economic development top cabinet official for uh, uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham. So this is again bipartisan. This is our latest savior they won't talk to me it doesn't look like they're hiring they're facing some real heavy heavy headwinds and eddie do we have another eclipse aviation virgin galactic uh advent solar shot solar do we have another corporate savior fizzling and just fizzling before our eyes again uh i'm asking this question uh, I'm, i i will admit i don't have all the answers but this is some pretty disturbing I, I stuff
1: i i I'll, let me take a couple of shots here i think it's important you know, what's the common denominator in all this? Common denominator is political opportunism and yes. lack of economic infrastructure. What's the economic infrastructure underpinnings? Why will a corporation relocate anyplace? And we look at site selection, right? Labor rates, right to work, slash right to work. Because you have competitive, you got to allow a ma- market to establish it, not have some sort of artificial things that are put in. You have to have a solid, good business environment, non-litigious meaning, you know, businesses just can't keep getting sued uh, for anything. Um, I think the educational system, uh, anybody ever heard of one? Uh, Not in the state of New Mexico. That's been a big, big misnomer, I think, for a lot of people who decided not to relocate here. And then quality of life. Like, those are the four things. No matter how much money you throw at this, if you don't get those four things right, and I would, you know, I'd probably say, you don't even have to finish off the right to work. We can eventually get there. We can prove that over a longer period of time. I mean, that's a bigger hill to climb. Let's let's just face it, the union power structure here. But, you know, you guys continue. Look at what Apple did. I think I sent you the article doubt Apple just decided to go ahead and unionize. That's the end of Apple. That's the end of your $900 iPhone, which is soon to become $1,400. And they're going to try and blame inflation and they're going to try and skirt the truth but the truth of the matter is you're going to be paying a lot of slackers a hell of a lot more money to press some buttons that they got instructed on that you don't have the time because you just need to get this cool new device in your pocket because it has sex appeal so um i digress just a little bit there but that's the consistency here i think if for example phoenix decided to go ahead and invest this type of money how much more would the repeat be on the return? It would consistently repeat and return because they have education. They have quality of life. um, They certainly have the economic infrastructure, non-litigious, right? And uh, they have a good labor pool, labor base right to work. So, you know, if you can establish those things, and I think it's really stupid for a guy like Tim Keller to say, uh, Netflix commitment to spend one billion on productions over a 10-year span is much more important element of the deal for the local economy. Well is it and are they? And will you make them follow through? Uh, no, it isn't and they won't and you will not stay on them to follow through. You'll use it to get reelected and that's about it and he didn't even have to do that because half the people in Albuquerque are so stupid you know they'll just vote for anybody that's uh, not, I mean we even had and we're gonna get to the Brookson stuff and all that. We even had Republicans endorsing a Democrat in Manny Gonzalez, who I don't even know what Manny's IQ is, but it's not particularly high. I, I'm literally sick of what I see here. But I will say I do love living here because Albuquerque has become the most interesting, the most interesting city in the world. So and uh, that's about the best I can say about it. So good job. But do any uh, sort of final uh, wrap up? Uh, well, I, you
2: know, all I would say is we'll uh, go ahead and unload their real estate here. It, it, w- the the analogy of Lucy and the football with Charlie Brown is 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 probably overused but uh is there, isn't there a passage in the, in the Bible, you know, look, look, not to, look, look not to kings. You should never desire a savior, a king, you know, right. something that's going to fix your life. Some, I think no, in, in, in exactly. the recovery movement, they call it the magical thinking, you know, this relationship is going to fix me or, you know, this new job is going to solve every yeah, problem yeah. in my life. Right. You know, uh, New Mexico just falls. They, they look at this bright shiny thing and they just run toward it. And again, you have a terrible business press here that does no, checking uh at the rocket talk we exposed uh what was it called Th- uh, thea of uh, the thea uh, the thea group uh remember they were going to build the big orion satellite right. manufacturer we mm-hmm. had that like within the first two weeks of that announcement we debunked the whole thing and then a year later it all fell apart we we were a year ahead of this okay so i'm not saying netflix is gonna it's gonna uh go bankrupt okay there's still a very big player in the streaming world but to think oh Netflix is a brand name. Everybody recognizes the logo and everybody either has Netflix or, or can access Netflix and they're going to be the new savior of Albuquerque. This is, textbook why governments should not pick winners and losers in the marketplace we don't know what the hot new industries are something that looks very good something comes along that competes with it or outperforms it or replaces it some individual company that looks fantastic it looks like they've got the killer app uh would would albuquerque have gone all in on myspace as it was falling apart and facebook was was coming up behind it you don't want it would have got somebody elected of oh, yeah. course, yeah. No, you that's, don't that's want politics, I mean, and, and politicians. These are people who, who traffic uh, in in buying votes, in in being surrounded by sycophants. These are people completely isolated from the real world. These are the last people you want picking winners and losers in the marketplace. So uh, this is a cautionary tale. I wish we, we were the first one in New Mexico. It's not. Uh, we are. Uh, we just fall for these scams. And listen. Same thing. My home state subsidizes, uh, you know, a lot of. Uh, I think places like Arizona and Texas don't have to be so desperate because they just have so, such an economic engine that's just churning all the time. But uh, it's a warning. Uh, it doesn't. It's looking not good for Netflix putting putting Albuquerque on the map nationally. Our savior. Our our, our latest corporate savior. Uh, I urge you folks check out. And I've got all the links, all the avail- everything available. I back up every claim I make. Rock of Talk chat. This is why people pay 19 cents a day for access to. Information. Information like this
1: there you go you get all the reports and uh then some every day at four in the morning in your inbox and then you know natalie started to update all the other stuff so we're getting it out and i don't really feel any pressure to get it out as does. No. <laughs> so you know i do the show as i told you, you no know, let me let me get back to this and i i want to talk about monetization of things because we're, we can reference facebook Facebook, you guys are spending less and less time on Facebook. If you're a Facebook person, no one's really going to Facebook. But apparently the Republican Party of the state of Mexico is, follow us on Facebook. Okay? <laughs> Anybody can post anything. Facebook is a waste of your time. All right. Uh, Twitter. Uh, I guess uh, the Twitter deal might go through today, Dowd. Uh, I guess they, oh. the board approved it. Um, but I guarantee there'll be a fly in the ointment for... Um, Elon Musk, you will find a way to back out. He got so much free publicity out of this whole entire thing, being the richest guy in the world. I mean, have the, have the best-looking guy in class pay attention to you, and you're willing to go ahead and give him whatever he wants, but he never has to close escrow on it because you know, he knows that you'll give him the milk. That's basically what you got. That's all you got with Elon Musk. I mean, uh, Elon Musk is a new world order progressive, folks. You idiot conservatives who continue to champion him, and I will include Glenn Beck in all of this stuff, please stop. It's just like these guys will make you swoon, fall in love with them and everything, and then they'll just pull the rug right out from under you. They're not the real thing. Elon Musk is not the real thing. He took out government loans, was government subsidized, and he built a product at a time that was the second most, the second most, the second most expensive, durable that you buy. The first, obviously, being your home, right? But no one's just commoditizing homes like that as it seems like we might get to that point uh, pretty soon here, um, given the way things are going. Um, But uh, long story short, that's how he made his money because he was first and he was smarter and all of it. That's it. But that is not going to stay the course. In the case of Netflix or Facebook or any of these other, you can go back and look at MySpace or any of these. They were first, but there will be others. And in the streaming case, it becomes such a commodity that you're becoming your own streamer. You're like Netflix. If you're making TikTok videos, those are far more interesting than anything that you have to sit around and consume over uh, an hour and a half to two hours. That's too much of investment for your time when you can get a little bit of a pop, learn more, get something in something that's way more creative and inventive than what you'll get from any director you know, Steven Soderbergh or, you know, whatever, you know, the Coppola's or whoever, these TikTokers are way more interesting than anything that you're going to get from most uh, directors, uh, of, aside from classical directors, because of those, of course, they were the first. And you could learn a lot from that. So what I'm saying is the value of all this will denigrate. The investment ain't going to go anywhere. And um, we are not going to get our ROI, not on this, not on Virgin Black, not on anything that we've invested, because companies can't thrive here. I think we had the University of New Mexico Rainforest, I think, yeah, I, I don't see it as a thriving hub of ingenuity because when you have leftist thinking and you're waiting for the government or you're waiting for it to, to be recognized by NPR or you're so anti-business that you go anti-Trump, your business ain't gonna go anywhere because you have to be, You know, if you really wanted to do a real story, I would do one on an entrepreneur uh, who innovated, who started with something that was left for dead acquired it for a value of what he thought it was worth, and then decided to go ahead and spin off on that and keep his focus on the ball, which was ultimately just to improve a city that he loves. And he didn't need to be mayor. He didn't need to be congressman. And he certainly didn't need to be chair of a ridiculous party in order to go ahead and do so. And we do it every single day here in the QF. Folks, go get my app. There's 65 radio stations. Replace your radio dial. Get all the music that you need right there. And you don't have to have Alexa listening in to all the things that you're talking about and saying so they she can cue into your algorithms. Don't you think that's creepy? Isn't that creepy that it, the Apple and and Alexa Siri and Alexa and uh, what is it? There's a third Google. Okay, Google knows. See, she's listening to me right now. Here she is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break her in half right here on the show. Okay. I, I literally, my parents cover the camera and they cover the speaker. They shut the speaker up all the time. Like my parents are smart. They don't want to be like, you want to talk about an invasion of privacy. You got, do I want Jeff Bezos or, you know, um, what's uh, Steve, uh, Steve, whatever his name was, or do I want them in my house all the time? Look, I don't even wear a iWatch because I know what they, is that what they're called? I think iWatches, is the Apple watch. I don't wear those watches. Okay, I don't do that because they're consistently listening to you and you can't figure out how they're always programming you. So you are the most valuable product in the midst of all this. These commodities are only making money for every user that a Facebook user has that that Facebook has. They make 53 bucks off of you, regardless of whether or not you do anything more than log in to just check on your family that's coming in on average. Why? Because they get to market to you. They get to tell you. What it is that you want what you need what you desire get away from that unplug get away from all of that but do upgrade your bandwidth so that you can go ahead and maximize your throughput to send that out and that's what i'll continue to do and uh by the way the fiber is about the same as a full gigabit uh, throughput through a shared pipe that you'd get uh, from i guess the worst world's worst company was rated comcast know we give Comcast Universal? How much money? How much do we give NBC <laughs> Universal?
2: Oh, yeah. They're another film partner. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah we bet on that. Uh, how's that app doing? You ever go look at the app rankings? I feel like we need to go ahead and, and do that. So, anyway, great expose there by uh, D Dad Muska right here in the Kiva. Become a subscriber, please. I would appreciate it at uh, AM600KIVA, ABQ.FM, Rock of Talk.com. That's rockoftalk.com you know one of the uh, uh pieces of music that you actually can't get on youtube most of the time is this song and i was like why can't i get it well the rights well when you own the actual album itself you can play whatever you want you pay all the music fees you get to listen to this guy don henley dirty laundry back after a quick break on am 1600 kiva abq.fm that'll try to include it in the show notes i'll be like uh, how come I can't find it? I, it's not even here. Yeah, because of all the licensing. These artists know they get ripped off all the time, just like many of us are. 442 back at 3. I need my living off the even news.
0: Just give me something, something I can use. People love it when you live. You got your hair turned up. Sun glasses down baby.
1: 50 here in the Kiva. Boy, that music, when radio was really good on the radio, when you actually knew what to listen for. And, of course, Don Henley building the perfect beast, building the perfect album, uh, I'll say, back in the day. I think uh, that got, uh, I think, MTV Music Video Award, I think, 87. was the best video. And, it, you know, there used to be a time when music would make you and give you a sense of place, and it would define the entire era. I remember when music had that level of power where, you know, it's like you heard that song, it put you in a place, but not just you, it put the rest of the country in a place. And that was certainly one of those songs. Um, the Great American Movie is back in Top Gun, if you haven't seen it. You know, that that defined an entire uh, sort of era for us as well. We all went to the movies. We all made it feel like that. It picked up styles and fashions and impacted everything, but it also brought us together. Uh, kind of hard to believe just how bad, how bad culture has gotten in so many ways that the lowest common denominator, the denigration of all of our values in the pursuit of political correctness, uh, folks, which has completely and totally uh, killed off. I think any sense uh, or semblance uh, of us coming together. Uh, everyone's out to create their own IDs. Their egos are trampling yours. And uh, there you go. By the way, Sandia National Labs had a packed parking lot today. So I noticed that was uh, very, very, very busy. They must've had a, A big uh, something big to announce, (laughs) probably (laughs) another restriction or something. Uh, So I think that's good. Um, If you happen to work at Sandia, if you happen to have any releases of what they put out yesterday, today, I'd love to hear from you. I know that uh, you are the test. I know they will go to you first, Um, whether it's CRT or anything else they want to try out on a controlled population, they're going to do it on Sandia National Lab. Folks, make no mistake about it. Um, Let's see. Dirty Laundry has the same beat as My Give a Damn is Busted. Jody Messina, My Give a Damn. I don't know. I don't know Jody Messina, but there you go. Fiber Optics is unbelievably fast. I have T-Mobile, and it's absolutely the way to go. T-Mobile's uh, spotty, but it's good. It's better than AT&T, I know that. Let's see. Oh, yeah, looks looks like they uh, Sandia did a mask mandate today. That's wow. To be, so. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, scientists, scientists. Looks like I need to go see um, Top Gun again. Senate gun control bill released. That out of town hall. Pull that up, doubt. I think we need to see how. Remember, I think it was good. Casey Peterson talked about it on his show. F uh, F U, which is Freedom Families United. F U. There it is. Uh, he's he's going to the Daily Wire meeting. I think up in Nashville. So look at what him and his wonderful wife are doing together. I think that's perfect. You know, that's what we have with Jay bird and Natalie, you know, like it starts in the home folks. This is so important. It starts in the home. so if you can get it with somebody who you're politically aligned with, and hopefully you're building a family with and all that, I'm telling you, that's, that's, that's all the unit. That's all you need in this world. Folks. Uh, Trust me. So uh, Natalie said, yep, we did. It's up in the recordings on restream. They did do the actual recording. So that's pretty, pretty cool. Let's see. Just went to a streaming service that advertised that they had Top Gun Maverick. Once I subscribed, <laughs> they didn't have it. Yeah. I, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> didn't see that one coming. A lot of scammers <laughs> out there. Yeah, scammers. <laughs> Once I subscribed, they didn't have it. That must have been uh, Paramount. Uh, so I canceled my subscription. There are just so many rip-offs on the internet streaming services these days. And it probably wouldn't have cost them an, an additional dollar. It wouldn't have cost them an additional dollar to go ahead and just put it out on, on streaming. It really wouldn't, but, you know, Tom Cruise probably well, we had something to say about it. Is he the first billionaire actor? Is there a billionaire actor? I'd like to see a list of billionaire actors um, after the Top Gun. There's no doubt that he probably signed up for the, uh, for the uh, cost plus, meaning you give me a base and then I'll take 20% of all the earnings of it, you know, I'm sure... Saw Don Henley do his Building Beast concert at the ASU Activity Center. I remember that place. Yeah, Frank Lloyd Wright, uh, the uh, ASU Activity Center. It's got this uh, really, uh, it's, it's a round uh, place. ASU is a beautiful campus, folks. The Arizona State University. And it's one of the best business universities there is. Uh, he, he, bought, he brought Stevie Nicks on to sing with him. It was pretty much a life-changing concert for me. Well, anytime you see... <clears throat> wow. I can't believe we're going That is life-changing. It was life-changing for Stevie. Uh, you should know the song, Sarah. That's all about uh, that. Let's see. Anyway, we don't need technology push for stupid green energy. <laughs> I'm going to go fetch the uh, the Prius that I gave to uh, Langston. He's finally done with it. I told you I can replace the uh, battery for 600 bucks, right? Oh, wow. They sell them on the internet for the old Prius. Yeah, you can just buy them and you know just turn them out, and they'll go 400,000 miles as long as the powertrain is there you know i'm never going to gun it or anything like that so i'm going to put all of the ridiculous right wing stickers on it uh, see who uh, see what crazy leftist aims a gun at me we need to drill for gas and oil until it runs out then rely on new henry ford caliber inventor to bring us more billion market driven energy solutions tesla ain't it i agree i am i hate tesla anything that costs that much and why didn't anybody think about that i sat in a tesla one time and I remember the dude, uh, the DB, who, uh, who would, he had alligator arms. His wife was a Republican. And he had alligator arms at the dinner table and he argued and sent his food back. And he was the owner of a Tesla and that told me everything I ever needed. Yeah. To sounds own. about right. Is that, is that about right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some stereotypes are, are there for a reason. <laughs>
1: Let's see. I got off of Facebook and TV a year ago. Wow. Ah. Okay, cool. Netflix discussion, 90 years of single-party democratic rule has made the state somewhat attractive for private businesses that the state has to bribe companies to come with taxpayer giveaways. (laughs) If Netflix market is the USA and Rocket Talk market is New Mexico by percentage, who has the largest market share? (laughs) That's pretty good. Uh, We didn't do too bad in the mayoral race. Uh, Apparently, every other person who knew about me voted for me. Kind of a rarity. Notice that uh, political candidates are now buying billboards. Kind of hard to buy billboards now, though, when people aren't getting in their cars anymore. Yeah. 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 Projection based on Netflix ongoing 50% losses and Rock of talks continuing growth. Our growth <laughs> is incremental. I, I've uh, not added much to our bottom line. Uh, hi, Eddie. You're damn skippy. We wish you had been our mayor. I'm still upset about that. Don't be upset about it. I'm not upset about it. I mean, we're going to get to Brooke Basson in the second hour. Somebody needs to ring uh, Brooke Besson because, boy, we're med- yeah, I raised money for her. She took the wrong way. She endorsed Manny Gonzalez after I raised money for her. I mean, with friends like that, who needs enemies, honestly? Like, you're, you're all set to go right there. Uh, if I buy Metamucil, does that count as fiber? <laughs> <laughs>
2: of a sort? Fortimer, of a sort. <laughs> we're
1: back. <laughs> <laughs> think about that, John. <laughs> look like he's taking the old round the tuna town the grumpy old man Have you guys ever watch the outtakes of that the answer the funniest thing i laughed so hard with my daughter when we listened to that he was laughing oh my god he was so cute uh, Still waiting for my signs uh eddie this is larry marker i'm doing well on gathering signatures but May not be enough. Jesse James is helping an independent candidate run for state rep. Can he give you a call? He has a real dislike for the Republican Party and is wanting to talk to you about that. Well, I don't work against the Republican Party, but I sure as hell like Larry Marker, and I'm not a big fan of Jesse James, especially after he helped One G Block do all the dirt down and dirty in Rio Doce. How about that? Gotta give, uh, gotta give our good man a little plug. He's He's such a good man. I really like him.
2: I am Larry Marker. Ah, I'm at LarryMarker.com. Yes, As a small independent oil sure producer from southeastern New Mexico, yes, I will. more than anyone understand the high
0: price of fuel is taking yes, your money
2: and destroying your savings. I am running for New Mexico Commissioner of Public Lands. Together we can fix this. Go to LarryMarker.com, download and sign the nominating petition, and send it yes, back sir. to me. Your nomination puts us in charge again. Please do this today. Go to LarryMarker.com, sign and return the nominating petition. We all right. could all use a win. We could
1: all use a win. And look, Michael will get us there. We'll see if it's the top of the hour news. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I never
0: will forget those nights. I wonder what I you. Remember how you made me crazy. Remember how I made you scream. I don't understand what happened to Alan. Babe, I'm going to get you back. I'm going to
1: show you what I made of. I can see. Okay. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Bye bye Eddie Aragon, the Rock of oh Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am 600 Rock the ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. How are two, coming at get you from the ABQ right here with you and yours on an extravaganza of talk radio where we delve into places where no men Dare to go, including um, you know, trying to check up on government and Netflix and all the other stuff. I got my Tom Brady shirt on. I love, I love Tom Brady. Everybody knows I'm signed a big deal recently. How can you not be a a Tom Brady fan? The guy is just uh, absolutely funny. Uh, Don't forget, just on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. My kids are doing so uh, in the other room. Just uh, yeah, they are uh, watching me on uh, the uh, Roku device. So they both each have one. And I'll say hi to them. Uh, they're they're trying to dictate to me what music I should play, and so they really like me singing the music. Um, I'm like, can you actually hear that? So they really enjoy that, and they enjoy learning a lot. So they have me on next as they are both um, playing with each other on the other TV. So they have two TVs next to each. They're small TVs; they're not big TVs. So they get that screen time, and then I can. Watch them sort of come in and out of all that stuff. I got them something pretty cool um, they're not very expensive they're 20 bucks but um, money is becoming important to them just like it's becoming important to all of you and this is a box which allows them to go ahead and put uh, coins in uh, they can do coins in at the top uh, which is pretty cool and then you could feed the dollar bills. Uh, right there so they both came in for both of them today and they both have their own little key code passcode so uh, this goes uh, correlates nicely with you know they're seven to nine this correlates nicely with their chore charts that they've got so this is about the age yeah, i've got all these like little dad books and you know it, it's kind of neat to see how they've extracted you know what what good dads and bad dads are it's really neat you know really it's just about attention more than anything but for both of them, because they're both very different. And you hear it's empty. There's nothing in it right now.
2: Well, so. Eddie, that's sure. a really uh, great idea for kids in the modern era, because I, I probably mentioned this before, uh, the podcaster I live the only non-Kiva broadcaster I listen to, Adam Carolla, out of Glendale, California, he is livid over the fact that his children, there's no link in their world between work and, and money and, and ac- the acquisition no. of things. Right. And he always talks about how that's his right. daughter... You know, he'll be walking i guess he's divorced now but he'll be over at, over at the house where the kids live and uh the someone will ring the doorbell and the daughter ordered uber eats from some restaurant she likes and and you just punch things in, in your in your digital device and, and things appear there's no physical linkage between when you were young when even when you and i aren't that aren't that old uh if you were mowing lawns in the neighborhood people would give you physical cash you would take the physical cash and go to the convenience store and play video games and buy candy and and soda and all that. I mean, all that is gone from kids now. There's no linkage there. So, I mean, you're you're doing something tangible, uh, I think, that's going to really help those boys understand the link between effort and money and purchase.
1: So the older one uh, wants a lawnmower for his birthday so he can go mow lawns uh, in his neighborhood.
2: My Sammy. He is yeah. Mr. Responsibility. <laughs> so he wants to do that is.
1: because, you know, and then they know they hold me to it like that or anything I bet you like they hold me to that. And then I think he he's very quick to go ahead and dispense if he owes you money, like give you money right away. Right. But he's also very quick to go ahead and do the pickup. And Sebastian literally just has aggregated every last dollar he has. And <laughs> nothing has left him. I mean, it, you can't even get the kid to, if he cares, <laughs> he's watching how much you bite.
2: You know, Silas, Marner, Aragon. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, they're both
1: very different um, in that way. But with each other, they're a they're uh, little miracle. So I guess there's what uh, Brooke Bazinga we got to talk about. Boy, Um, Bazinga, you don't oftentimes see politicians have to do a complete and total about face. And this win goes to you. All right. Um, I think I said last week on the radio when she was out there taking a sort of a victory lap, it's not going to go to Santa Domingo, whatever. And then I immediately said, well, the first camp I'm going to put in the city of Albuquerque, if I'm a Democrat, is going to be Domingo. Cause you're literally asking for it. It's like you're painting the target. That's what you do. You don't want to draw attention to it. And that's what she's doing. Now I do know that Brooke wants to run for mayor. Um, she wants to run for mayor in 2025. So, um, I don't have any aims to do so. Uh, she was not one of the first people. She was not, she was not a person I thought of as, as mayor material in any way, shape or form, but we haven't had a female mayor. Um, Would I say that, you know, could I get 80% of what I want out of Brooke? I don't know about that now, to be quite honest. Would it be a a shift in the other direction? Quite possibly. Um, She has shown that she wants a political career, that what you think about her is important to her, and that she is willing to eat crow in order to advance her own political career. Okay? And she does some really interesting things in this whole about face. And here's the ego of a politician. I did not think that this was in her, which is why we didn't. This is why we were behind her originally, you know. But now she's willing to, to do the dance. So for you as the electorate, this is the opportunity, which means that you better be answering the phone. If I call you and I donate to your campaign, you better be doing what I say. Because once these politicians start doing this, they start hating their own lives. And she's not a very happy person right now, having to do a complete about-face. Let, let's make no bones about it. She's not a stupid person. She went to San Diego Prep, okay? She's not unintelligent, folks, okay? She comes from a family of means. She's well aware of what's happening downtown. I can only imagine if her aunt's place that was uh, still open over it, which is one of the best sauces. I worked for Frank Capo. Did you know that's my first job? Oh. That's that my first job? Yeah, that's her family, the Capo's family. Um. Fabulous food! Oh my God, they're so so nice, good people, very outgoing. You know, Brooke herself, she's very outgoing. When you, aside from the politics, you you like her genuinely. I think she's a likable person. That's the first time I saw Mark Ronchetti in person. Was that Brooke Masson's uh, thing? It was like, oh yeah, he's running for senator. Right? It was like, you know, at that point she was like, well, if it was between you and Mark, I don't know who I'd go for. I bet probably you, Eddie. And then we getting into the mayor's rights, so I don't know if it's between you and Manny, who'd you go for? Well, I guess she went with Manny. <laughs> So we've got a lot of stuff to cover here, and this win is for you. Now, the NIMBY crowd, the uh, white uh, Anglo-Saxon Protestants in the Northeast Heights, um, let their voices be uh, up. Can we put Republican after that? The wasp. I mean, can we put that behind? Uh, Yeah, let's go ahead and and, and, and do this. So I got some text with some information that I thought was like, okay, I guess we get to look at all this. Uh, Words out. This one from, if you could look this up in the uh, journal, this is in the opinion piece. I think I'm going to go ahead and read this word for word and start there because I think everyone's well aware of what Brooke has had to sort of deal with after she herself flexed whatever power she had to get Trudy Jones to, you know, follow her on the uh, 29 sweep around the corner and basically bring the win home. Sorry to put it in football terms, but that's basically what it was, is they went from 4-5 five, to 5-4 five, and established this stuff. This, it, It's hard to claim ignorance or stupidity or uh, not informed here, but she's going to do that because she's going to do what she can to save her political career. She is available to be replaced by the very person that she ran against. Will I let that happen? Hopefully not. Okay. Hopefully, I mean, I will still fight for probably Brooke Besson ahead of, I think... She ran against anna and brian colon and Manny gonzalez and, and michelle Luhan grisham and all of them were behind her she went she worked in washington for martin heinrich she came home because she wanted to start her political career no so, anyway um whatever whatever i have to prove i'm a i'm a 135th generation American. <laughs> i deserve to be your next state representative you know the first person to start talking about generations do you know who that was any guesses? Any wild and woolly guesses out there? <laughs> Eddie Aragon. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, back in uh, 2012. Because I wanted to start talking about why people's roots needed to stay, stay here and be here, and you didn't need to relocate. Because I had relocated to Phoenix, I would relocated to, to Vegas and had come here. And Folks will never leave Albuquerque. I love the most interesting place in the world, even if it's just so disgusting some days that you can not even tolerate it. It's like all these people are like, oh, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave. I'm like, okay, and I'll get I'll get to that as well. Um hot sauce writes in a little bit earlier. Okay, so words out. Can I read this? Can I read this verbatim uh from the Albuquerque Journal's opinion piece that was sent to me?
2: Ralph De Palma?
1: Yeah, do you mind if I read this? Go for it. All right, let's let's, let's read it and then let's pick this apart and we'll use Ralph. Ralph!
0: Ralph, Ralph,
1: that's—is that the worst name there is? Other than putting five consonants together, I mean, it's not the worst name, Ralph. I don't know any, I, and I'm—I I apologize if there's any Ralphs out there. It's just I don't know. It sounds more like sort of some guttural urging with no tradition. It's like, Ralph, Ralph, you know, like whoa, well, no, sorry, Ralph, Ralph. Ralph diploma after more than 50 years of counting and visiting albuquerque's homeless camps i have looked at a model of the city's proposed program hornado park and not at all surprised there could not have been anything more hopeless looking except perhaps the city's unwillingness to penalize the ever-growing number of our out-of-control repeat offenders who choose to live on our streets 50 years That means he would have been dealing with my grandmother who was homeless, schizophrenic. Thank you for your service, Ralph. Thank you for caring about people who are uncared about. Okay? They're so uncared about that homeless people don't even care about themselves. My grandmother didn't care about herself. She couldn't. She was incapable of caring about herself. These people are taken advantage of by doctors at the VA, doctors at the University of New Mexico Hospital, doctors uh, up in northern New Mexico. Just that? I'll turn down uh, keyboard down. We have found that all the city-owned lots and parks for miles to the north, south, east, and west of this location are completely free of tents and other campsites. <laughs> this is where it gets interesting. For some secret reason... Everyone has been channeled to this one particular area. For three years, we have repeatedly asked the Albuquerque Police Department's officers for an explanation and have received none to this day. The security guards assigned to the designated location disappeared after about 18 months. While they were on watch, they did just that. He's suggesting that they disappeared the entire time. They watched while the drug dealers trafficked heroin, methamphetamine, and other very dangerous drugs back and forth from 8 to 10 drug houses surrounding the St. Martin Day uh, shelter on stolen bicycles. The guard dogs have been running out of the tents without chains or leashes. Fires have been burning at night to keep people warm when we have well over 200 empty beds available every night free of charge in Albuquerque. Wow. In at least 15 different locations. Yes, the city's installed portable restrooms with hand-washing stations, but those areas have always, without a doubt, have always resembled over-the-ground cesspools. Weapons are not allowed, but everyone has either a screwdriver, a hammer, a mop handle, a stainless steel fork, or rocks and socks, or some other serious injury-type throwaway weapon somewhere within reaching distance. Broken glass from empty alcohol containers, human waste, and every other thing that has posted signs prohibit are found everywhere. Out of more than 4,000 calls made to APD by the surrounding property owners for this one address, next to the zero citations or even warning tickets have been given. Crime is not down. The proper paperwork is not being done to show the crime. We are now being told the troublemakers will be kicked out of these new campsites. Is that right? Why, then, are these experts who advise the mayor not reporting the failures of... The, uh, excuse me, the promises to us before there's a vote. Before voting, we'd like to know more about any dangerous drug trafficking and violent altercations at the day and night shelters, motel rooms, and apartments where their clients are being placed. Okay, yes, the troublemaker is in danger to himself and to the other around him is kicked out, but he is given another place. It's called Albuquerque. Word is out again and has been spreading throughout New Mexico cities, towns, pueblos, and surrounding areas. Go to Albuquerque if you have a drug or alcohol addiction or if you're just lazy. You can get help there, even if you're a danger to those around you. Tell the day shelter therapist what they want to hear. Get $840 a month. Food stamps, endless free needles, apartments, motel rooms, no drug testing. Police are told to stand back. Employment not necessary. Go to Albuquerque. This is a guy who's been working for 50 years. Now, when I ran for mayor and I put my platform out there, I was vilified. In fact, I myself was told that I am homeless. I don't know anybody less homeless than me. I can think of five beds I can sleep in tonight, including my own. Literally. (laughs) That's the exact number. (laughs) Folks, the criminalization of homeless is necessary at this point. Because the level of enabling that has gone on when Brooke Basson stood out there as your new city councilor for the last 2 years and said, "I don't care where do these people want to pitch a tent." I'm like, "No." The blase attitude towards homelessness has to stop. Do not enable them at street corners, do not enable them on the streets, do not enable them at McDonald's or wherever else they might be begging. You shun them in, at every turn and you direct them to resources. Here's what you do do which is what I do often. I'm around on my scooter. Some days I'm better at riding it than I am others. But I always, as I've stated before, always approach homeless people in groups because those are the friendly ones. There's a war that goes along amongst, friend, uh, um, amongst homeless people, okay? But if you can find homeless people, particularly more than two, two or three, generally three or more is what you really want, Okay. You can strike up conversations with these people and understand understand that they feel threatened at these various places where they can, quote-unquote, get help. Okay? The city itself cannot solve this problem. The city has to criminalize homelessness. The main tenet for Brooke Basson and the rest of the city councilors is that Mayor Tim Keller is not enforcing the law. This isn't news. People can walk into stores and take chips, drinks, stack a basket, grab something electronic, as long as it doesn't exceed $1,000. This isn't news to anybody. In fact, if you're smoking a joint less than an ounce, you could do so at a stoplight and nobody could tell you no. And you would not be considered driving impaired. Yes, folks. The criminals own the street. And unless we start to criminalize homelessness and criminalize actual incidents, which includes pain handling, which includes the you can say, oh. Those people need love and understanding. It's amazing how the people, the very same people are saying these people need love and understanding are the very first people that show up at the neighborhood places to say, well, we don't want that around here. They're not allowed to set up that campsite around here. You're You're the very same hypocrite. Why did you vote for Manny Gonzalez or Tim Keller, both Democrats, both people who wanted to go ahead and create this? I told you, in 30 to 45 days, and it has worked in other cities, where you find a rite of passage for them to back home toward a job or toward something new and not enabling this. The worst thing I think we could have ever done with drugs is enable it with our attitude by saying, well, pot's okay. Well, you know what? We need to turn out this DUI person for the 14th, 15th, 16th time. No, we need to go ahead and hand out needles because he has a drug problem. And uh, don't you know your uncle, aunt, dad, mom, whatever? We need to go ahead and get them back. We need to rehabilitate. Nothing can be done. The human will is the only thing that can change things around. Is there a municipal solution to this? No. Will municipal enforcement work? Yes. However... Because of the Charlie Daniels law and because there's no bail bondsman and because of the various other things that we need to be soft on criminals and pitch an attitude that it's okay to go ahead and be a criminal because you've had a hard, rough upbringing has enabled exactly this type of city that you have become accustomed to and you complain about every single day. You're enabling your thoughtlessness towards solving the solution and most of all your votes uh, for a-holes like manny and tim who literally stood on stage together as tim one literally stood together and your republicans trudy jones brooke basson uh what was that other guys johnson what's that guy's uh, name the one that Jay block hired up in sandoval county he ran he was the state auditor what was that guy's name
2: oh wayne johnson yeah
1: wayne <laughs> wayne wayne johnson the smart guy likable guy right up until the point where these guys can all be bought was like i'm not gonna get behind eddie or not. I'm not, who's that eddie or not? Folks. At the end of the day, I'm going to be your ultimate solution, whether it's through this mic or somewhere else, okay? I've been right on all of this stuff, 100% of it. But again, we go back to the attitudes of New Mexicans. You guys all think you have the answers. You're so incredibly hard-headed. You look at a guy like me, you're like, oh, he's mean, he's angry, he's this, he's up like, I'm none of the things that you say that I am. I'm not your savior, but if you find other people like me, there's tens of of thousands of people just like me who all feel the very same way. And I think that we are in the majority. Now, I'm going to skip this whole thing because, you know, we do have a lot of uh, people who texted in. I'm going to get to... By the way, uh, Pete Donnelly. Pete Donnelly hates my cut. The guy literally uh, wrote me a... Well, he didn't write me. Uh, he endorsed me to go to Boys Nation. Oh, it's the biggest mistake of my life. I'm like, wow, I'm sure you've had other mistakes, like running for mayor and losing, but that way... <laughs> he lost mayor barry i've got more there's more passion in my seven-year-old son than mayor barry has in anything in his entire life you know I, when I, when I, what, every single time i looked at mayor barry you know who i thought of gallagher
2: Yes. 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 Is that pretty yes. close? Yes, pretty fair close.
1: Yeah, they just get up on stage. Like, get a
2: watermelon and a big mallet. Yeah. I never
1: understood p- the the draw of Gallagher.
2: Right? Me neither.
1: Like, in, I don't think in, in Vegas. I don't think he drew very big either, did he? Uh, no, no, no,
2: Not my style of comedy.
1: <laughs> what, what, what was the comedy? like you're smashing watermelon. Was that a star search? Was that like Sinbad? Sinbad was the unfunniest black guy ever. Not only like to, to say he was just an unfunny comedian. There's lots of unfunny comedians, right? There's Stephen Colbert. Very. right. But to be an unfunny black. See, when you're black, you can say whatever the hell you want. You can, you can assault, you know, Chinese, Hispanic, black. You got license to do whatever you want. Like it runs the gamut. The talent doesn't need to be that high. But when you're actually black and you're unfunny, like Sinbad, right? He was just like, wow. Just, there's a gen- Sinbad was sin- literally in his name. Bo- both parts of his name. Sinbad. It was awful. <laughs> the, the whole reason he succeeded is because Ed McMahon needed a black friend. I think that's... Uh, <laughs> uh, <what I'm> <laughs> I don't know. Make it up as I go along. Um. Let's not leave this Brook Basson stuff. Here we go. This is from Brook Basson to a constituent about a homeless solution. Good afternoon. I supported sanctioned encampment based on the understanding that existing vagrancy, loitering, trespassing, and overnight camping laws would be enforced. Like talk about out of touch. That's all sorts of naivete. <laughs> I've got a bridge I'd love to sell you, right? I mean, Brooke likely would vote for that, right? Well, I had no idea. Uh, given what we did, I thought we were going to have uh, 110,000 cars per day crossing that bridge. So we decided to go ahead and invest in it. Like, that's the kind of excuse you use for that. Like, it's her job to be informed. Like, she knows me. I have 15 different photos of her and Mayor Keller at different public events together, including all the New Mexico United events, including the support for the stadium. that is correct breakfast also supported the new mexico united states oh yay she would have supported the bus folks it's all there you just have to amplify it you have to put it out that cement isn't going to do that shelly Rabando don't care about anything shelly Rabando just is very good at reading she's amazing <laughs> The woman can literally she can, she she can read the lights out of anything. If there's anybody you want bedtime stories from, it's Shelly Ribondo. Like she'll just like Yes. Just I mean she looks like a cartoon character almost. Like, those giant brown eyes that she's blinking <laughs> down, probably like Tell me more. And then uh Jessica Karate is uh you know, her Republican her and her Republican boyfriend now are doing uh, laudable reports on behalf of... Yes, I, I'm not even lying. I'm Bill Richardson. The legacy of Bill Richardson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look it up. I'm going to talk about the legacy of Bill Richardson. All we have is little turf wars here. Nobody cares about the people. So let me get back to Brooke, Brooke Bazinga. What is that bazinga from? That was like, I feel like that was some sort of bazinga. Big Bang Theory. Bazinga. bazinga. Rug bazinga. A supported sanctioned encampments based on the understanding of existing vagrancy, loitering. Like, just remember when you come and you had to go all the way to the end of the AM dial to listen. So when you're so angry that you'll never talk to me again, after I out you, and you're sitting there and you have control of 4713 and you have control of everything else. And I sit here and out you. Remember, you had to come into my territory at the end of the AM dial that nobody listens to to come and hear the truth. And that's what people are responding to. Understand that. You came into my territory. Okay? We need to go see what Eddie's saying. What is Eddie? What's Eddie talking about? I hope he doesn't say my name. Please please, please let him don't. Most people don't even know what AM is. Oh. Until so there's somebody talking about stuff on AM. <clears throat> wow, this is something. I don't even I don't you're not going to be able to stomach this. That was a, an excellent write up there. So here is the uh, letter she wrote. Upon hearing Mayor Tim Keller's recent press conference statements, it has become clear that this, oh, (laughs) wait, I know for a fact you talked to him directly on the phone. Upon listening like you, I was also victimized by his recent press statements that came out. I I didn't call him up and said, you know, I'm in control of probably the wealthiest, uh, I don't know, there's nine. What do you call a nigerent? You know, there's a quadrant. uh, There's got to be some Nova." No vengeance. Something like that. The 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 most the most affluent and a st- well-healed. Who's who. The Tony. People who, the people who uh, <laughs> take their pictures in the who's who pictures of the uh, Albuquerque the magazine. No, I didn't pay for that ad. They did that article on it because uh, I've been I'm I am a very reputable businessman in my, in my uh, I've been voted best of the city for seven years in a row. And I've never given uh, Merrill one dollar. <laughs> Whatever. <clears throat> Upon hearing Mayor Kim Keller's recent press conference statements, it has become clear that this enforcement is highly unlikely to occur. Unlikely? Okay. I like that. We're hedging our bets here. Additionally, I've heard your voice demanding. I've heard your... I hear-, I hear the cries in the middle of the night. Oh, I'll feel your pain. <laughs> to an end to discussion of sanctioned encampment. In order to achieve this, I am introducing two separate pieces of legislation. You can literally hear my voice that Brooke Basson's balls have finally dropped. right there. In order to achieve this, I'm introducing two separate pieces of legislation at Wednesday City Council meeting. That's tomorrow. What? The first is a one-year moratorium on all safe outdoor spaces approval so that none can be approved. Wait, aren't you the architect of the person who literally went and came out with all of this in the first place, and now you want a one-year moratorium? What, which way is it? Can you imagine being married to this? Where do you want to go to eat, honey? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I really liked that place last week. Well, I told you not to take me there. It's terrible. You ever take me there again? Like, oh my God. Oh my God. This is awful. The first is a one year moratorium on a safe outdoor space, approving so that none can be approved in the near future. There we go. We'll just stop the bleeding. We'll apply the tourniquet because my political life cannot take this level of bashing and I need to get reelected next year. The second bill is a repeal of all references to safe outdoor spaces from our zoning ordinances. Let me repeat that. You have to process this and think about this. The second bill is a repeal of all references to safe outdoor spaces from our zoning ordinances. Confused? Yeah, we'll we'll have to dig a little bit deeper. In other words, there are no safe outdoor spaces. It's basically abolishing them. In a roundabout way, it's not until you vote a safe outdoor space for approval, because they already approved it 5-4, that they are going to basically nullify all safe outdoor spaces. Does that make sense? She's not saying that she's nullifying safe outdoor spaces. She's saying any reference to it. So there's no legislation that can be created to actually nullify the safe outdoor spaces. See? It's like spaghetti. Uh, Capos, Frank Capo, huh? Mwah. I used to in the front of, uh, uh, Frank had a piano in the front. And I took my friend James Benji, the singing dustman. And we did a whole uh, operatic performance there at the front of Capos on Eastern Central. It was, it was fun. I loved it. Safe Outdoor Spaces was an idea to force homeless encampments. <laughs> the way to do it is to never reference them in any other legislation again. What the legislation that we passed will be completely nullified by the fact that we will never reference the word safe outdoor spaces again. Since being elected, I have been focused on implementing solutions to reduce crime and homelessness. Oh, I see that. Yeah, that's why your constituents... Have voiced their opinion based upon what you've passed, Brooke. Come on, you're smarter than this. You went to San Prep. You're married to a pharmacist. You've got some brains, man. What happened, huh? Get get What do you want? Oh, I want to get reelected. That's what this is. Yeah, that's what this is. Politics makes interesting political decisions. It makes even stranger bad fellows. Why does a woman like Clarissa Pena and Louis Sanchez from the South Valley know? Why are they voting against it? And why are you, Brooke Bassan and Trudy Jones? Why are you all into these homeless encampments? No. How, how come? We don't want that over here. Five of them in each of our districts? That's crazy. Kick it. We, we kick those guys in the asses. You have helped me understand that this idea is not a workable solution and needs to be abandoned. Well, we should have elected all of our constituents, I suppose. You know, we'll, we'll have uh, acclimate. We're going to wait until we get a vote on every single thing because we can no longer trust our leaders. The about face of this is so incredibly sad. It shows actually what you elected. It shows the antithesis of what actually you elected Brooke Basson to do. And I raised $10,000 for her, roughly. I don't know what I raised. Whatever. Eight 9,000, you know, she's a great machine, best campaign manager there is, like all these kind of things, but she's gone out on her own. She's walking the plank on her own. I don't think Mark Ronchetti's on board with this. I don't think I, I mean, was like, hey, Brooke, uh, <clears throat> I don't know what you're doing here, but uh, this ain't going to help me win the governorship. All these people hate me down oh, every last one of them. I have always promised that if I ever made a mistake such as this. Oh, <laughs> I told you if I ever cheated on you, I would always come to you and tell you first. I would apologize and work to correct my action. I am sorry for not registering your opposition to this idea sooner. Oh, is that why we're hiding out in our virtual? Now? <laughs> yes, that must be the reason moving forward. I will work even harder. Well, you couldn't work any harder than actually having to do an entire bout face after basically breaking the arm of a, of a practically senile northeast type <laughs> representative and trudy jones to get her to vote on your behalf for your idea this is amazing was she a gymnast was she a contortionist did i see her at the fair <laughs> you know this man i am sorry for not registering your opposition to this idea sooner moving forward I will work even harder to represent your voice in city government. I will continue to focus on supporting our police department's ability to enforce existing laws. Well, I will focus on supporting our police department's ability to enforce, that's beyond your pay grade, pal. I hate to say it, it has nothing to do with you. They have something called the DOJ, the director of junk, right? The department of justice. And these police officers can't do a single darn thing unless you decide to take a complete and total across the table, opposition, every single night that you guys are at city council, it should be 9-0 voting against, well, you got Ike Benton and uh, the other idiot um, who are never going to vote against them, but you might go 7-2, might get 6-3 on everything. Hello? You got Renee Grout in there, other than uh, Finkelborn and uh, what's the, uh, what's the downtown? Oh, Pat Davis. Pat Davis, and what's the other guy, the architect? What's his name? Oh, Benton? Benton. Besides those three, you guys will be voting in unison. I'm telling you, even Clarissa Pena is like, whatever it takes to make this city better. I actually like Clarissa Pena. I've always liked her, okay? Plus, she's uh, kind of attractive for, a, for an older lady. You know, that, that always helps. Just uh, FYI. <clears throat> that was, it was uh, totally unnecessary. That's a, what we call an unforced error. <clears throat> I will continue to focus on supporting our police department's ability to enforce existing laws, increasing the availability of behavioral health services, and providing rental assistance to those at risk for experiencing homelessness. So there you go. The Albuquerque Journal runs this piece in its entirety. Councilor Bassan pulls back support for safe outdoor spaces. Okay. Oh, yeah, I stopped subscribing to the Albuquerque Journal. They, they reached out to me. They're so hard up for their $10.98 a month. They literally reached out to me personally. I let to know that I needed to continue. Hassan announced today that she plans to introduce legislation to repeal safe outdoor spaces, an idea that narrowly cleared the council as part of the annual zoning code update. Now, you know what the thing that Brooke is counting on? She knows something about you that you don't know about yourself as a voter. She knows that you'll forgive her. She knows that you'll re-elect her. And she knows that your memory is all of about the news cycle long, which is anywhere, depending upon the how busy it is, four to seven days. You'll forget about this. She'll be able to come to you. You'll invite her over. Hey, there's a city council. Look at all the great things that she's done. She's out there supporting the stadium. She's out there, you know, supporting homeless encampments. You won't remember any of this stuff unless I'm here to remind you this is sad this is sad it's sad that she had to put herself through this most of all an unforced error we know what the people want lower crime cleaner streets lower taxes we want city services uh, to be available at all the time we want to be proud of our city you know that would have been a big thing right tim keller drive right around the city all the time why don't you get on that bus that i uh eddie aragon was gonna buy right did, it, where did the one a b q come from oh yeah that's eddie aragon one dot the number one abq.com. remember that yeah yeah yeah. all me And now all the ideas that you're trying to introduce because santa fe understood it and you're like oh wow eddie's actually read about this stuff he talks about it every single day we should do what he's talking about it's like yeah it's not hard to find you can find what works and what doesn't i think uh it's uh, look at every successive person that's reelected to office. Why do they get re-elected to office? Because they just do what they say they're going to do, and they care, and they have passion, and they really love the place where they're at. They don't look to play politics. This is sad, but uh, we'll leave it there. 550-5500, 500. that's 550-5500. said Tuesday, that public outcry combined with growing concern that the plan was not fully fleshed out. <laughs> How many times did they delay that vote? I think it was like three times. Right? three times they delayed the vote on this thing. So, yeah, like yeah. fully flushed out. Like, how much studying do you need to do? How many people do you need to talk to? You just finally get punched. Like, oh, I, I knew I shouldn't have gotten in the ring with that guy. You know, it been mean, a yeah, good thing. So, uh, Dowd, your reaction to any and all of that, or none of it?
2: Uh, well, I, I, it's interesting, Eddie, when uh, politicians uh, screw up. We heard this a lot from a Republican gubernatorial candidate who was recently running uh, for the uh, nomination of the GOP. Uh, anytime she was confronted with uh, a bad vote, it was always uh, or, or not voting. I think the Energy Transition Act was. I was in the bathroom. Uh, the other interview <laughs> you, you you had several interviews with her.
1: I mean, come on. <laughs>
2: Rebecca, yeah. Dow,
1: like, oh, we, I mean, we ate her. We gave her every opportunity. I couldn't have been <sighs> more generous or nice to her. I was trying to Uh, help her.
2: The the I'd say at least three times or more. She said, "You know, the governor has counselors and policy analysts, and and we we don't have anything like that as legislators. These bills are really long, and so she was just always backpedaling. She didn't have enough information." uh, Brooke, Brooke, so, you don't want to you don't want to join the Rebecca Dow camp of of gra- no. grabbing desperately grabbing any excuse you can find. Be a be a stand up guy, Brooke. Be, be a stand up mom, Brooke, and take your lumps. <laughs> and
1: is she, was she not aware of just like you know her and her team should have been painfully aware of just how well her campaign manager? I don't know if it'll end up being her former campaign manager. Hopefully not. I mean, but I do know Brooke has mayoral aspirations after all of this. Um, so, you know, I think that's kind of what the angle is. She's looking towards 2025. She's looking to become the first female, uh, mayor. Um, and now she's basically telling people that this is, this is what she does. You know, if this is her decision making matrix, uh, which is, oh, well, they didn't like it. So I'm going to do what they want. How different is that than Bill Clinton or anybody who picked up the paper and just watches the wind blow? You know, she should have knew that ahead of time. She should have known that ahead of time instead of putting all of us through this and, you know, that's the, the highest number of people have ever showed up at some neighborhood, you know, shindig over at the uh, Santo Domingo, Baca. And if Democrats, I mean, take take warning here or take heed. If you wanted to go ahead and, and go after something, you just all you have to do is call out people's hypocrisy because people don't like that. They don't like that. And this is not going to go away now that this has been made. Like, and this is a slow news period. Other than the up of the homicides, it's a slow news period. And for you to literally like take the cycle over with, you know, your flip-flopping on votes shows that you might be listening to other people as a consequence in spite of what you actually believe and what you really want. And then you start to question you know, someone's, uh, Republican chops or conservative chops. I don't think that she has either one of those, uh, involved. You have elected essentially a Democrat as far as I'm concerned and her and Trudy Jones. And I believe that, uh, Trudy Jones has decided to go ahead and, and go out away, uh, but we do need more conservatism here, especially as it uh, pertains to law enforcement, um, you know, reestablishing, I think some of the better virtues of the city, and hopefully we can get there. doubt. I just don't get <laughs> under the, uh, leadership of neither of these two dan lewis well you know he could run for you know uh, mayor again i would certainly support him if he wanted to go ahead and do that but you know he's a white guy I hate to say it but you know when the nimby crowd starts showing up and said no we don't want the homeless people over here and you know the south valley's like hey what's up you too good for that i like this over here I- i'll tell you if i got a neck tattoo i would be your next mayor That'll do that'll seal the deal. I will (laughs) win uh, I will win I'm not even you know that. All I have to do is 505 forever right here.
2: Virgin Mary, maybe
1: Uh (laughs) (laughs) Bros right here, right there. (laughs)
2: Start (laughs) hashtag start bragging.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's funny though, I really do actually brag. I brag way more than those ladies. I just heard um, uh, New Mexico United call the other day on one zero one seven. The team and I just wanted to say it was really a great call, and we love the New Mexico United that they were making the call for Pride Night. Like, yeah, th- that's what we're <sighs> on.
2: <laughs> in news uh, of my neighborhood, uh, while we're on the issue of uh, while while we're on the issue of quality of life in the Duke City. Um, yeah we now have two people living in their cars in the parking lot of wildflower park just over here on my shoulder well, it's big. uh Only yeah two? it's between it's between the balloon you know landing facility in the museum and i-25 studios i live in the apartment complex here if you want to ever come com, come in and cause trouble folks uh, uh something i haven't seen until just the last couple days yep. uh, they are and what happens eddie is the the items are removed from the car and then it's kind of like a pill. Remember when we were kids and they would be like yeah. pill- pillow forts? Know the so neck, there's, right. oh, yeah. yeah. And car. it just sorts, I guess the surgeons would say it metastasizes. Yeah. Uh, so we've got uh, two living in your car. And what really ticks me off, there's a dog that is on a fairly short leash. And every time I've walked by, that dog is barking constantly. So maybe I have to call animal control and that will take care of the problem.
1: Yeah. Well, they'll send you a text and they'll say, well, we'll, we'll be out to you. Uh, thanks for your input. How did we do? Uh, send us uh, some information on how well we did. That's exactly
2: what how many stars would you give us?
1: <laughs> Something like that. That's uh, that's what I get when I call 911 all the time. So, back after a uh, break here in the Kiva, 48 minutes of uh, the city of Albuquerque on fire, homeless camps, etc. I'm going to be back to uh, read uh, the quippings of hot sauce and what he had to say about that. All this morning right here in the Kiva. AM six hundred K I kiba FM. ABQ.FM.
0: Oh, man, they from the old world. Him, it's all the same. Calls all his customers by name. Down at the Sunset Grill. Down at the
1: Sunset wow. Good music. 556, 557 uh, here in the Kiva on AM600KIVABQ.FM. Yeah, the best on Henley. Love him. My favorite Eagle. Maybe uh, yours, too. I'm not really sure. I like the uh, Glenn Fry guy or, you know, some of the other guys that are out there. Uh, it is uh, sunset time, ladies and gentlemen. We have a full third hour ready for you. I'll get to the, uh, the long form story I had a little bit earlier. Just people sort of pulling up 505 and the 505. Love that, too. Uh, we're back. Yep. Raising men's lawn care service. We are raising men.com lawn career service. We are raising men.com. That's a website. Pretty cool. Yes. Um, must have been, I guess there's no probably labor laws regard to having 15, 16 year olds, um, uh, lawns. Uh, I know it's what I did. Uh, Eddie, an example of how allowing homeless encampments to get out of hand and destroy neighborhoods is look at LA and San Francisco. Uh, Eddie, to solve the homeless problem, use older 86 er it's where you ride in a town, just a to whamping and stomping from blazing. <laughs> <laughs> immediately you recognize that of course doubt. um uh, let's see oh that's very cool let's see uh i'm on the air bro that's good it looks good now yes that looks good uh no news is good news here are space to study spaceport america landing site um yeah your your buddy up in the northeast is or northwest is back at it Brooke also supports speed cameras. That's right. She was the one who was behind that. So yeah, three. And strikes. trigger locks, trigger locks. Trigger locks, right, You're out, buybacks. Oh, God, what? What did I? Support? What did I raise money there for? I actually had uh, good, good. I was trying to help. I'm just trying to be helpful over there, Eddie. Uh, Dad, what's on uh, your mind for hour three? Besides my text and uh, more focus on the homelessness is a real problem, as is this crime. Very quickly.
2: Uh, Just very quickly, a polling. Some really interesting polling came out on the left, showing that Democrats in this state, Eddie, uh, could be vulnerable. A long way to go, but these data are very, very interesting. These races look very tight. Uh, The Democrats in some of these statewide races should be up by thirty as usual, and they are not up by thirty. Okay, Uh, AG, uh, are we going gay for Jeremy Gay? Yep, AG. AG. Yep, looks yeah, single single digit distance distance. Oh, there we go. <laughs> okay.
1: it. All right. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Hour three. You and me and the Dad makes three. 3,000 here in the Kiva. Stay
0: tuned. How long this will last? now we've come so far so fast but somewhere back there in the dust that same small town in each of us i need to remember this so baby give me just one kiss let me take a long last look before we say goodbye. Just lay your head back on the ground. And let your head fall all about me. Offer up your best defense. This is the end. This is the end of the innocence.
1: 606 in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am at earring on the rock of talking. I'm dot FM. Rockoftalk.com here on this moody blues Tuesday afternoon. And we had a lot to uh, uh, continue to jot down here. The musings of many of our texters have uh, come in and uh, they come in throughout the day, not just during the show. And people are frustrated. They oftentimes uh, redirect them our way so that we can hear, listen. Uh, there's so much that people are dealing with and, well, you don't know what people are dealing with until you walk a mile in a man's moccasins and maybe a mile of his texts are also uh, very good and all of that. Don't forget you can catch us on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV. And, uh, of course, you can download our apps, which we've worked hard on, folks. Rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com, and rockoftalk.chat. Please subscribe to the .chat. Uh, TV will no longer be free. As soon as they put up that paywall, I can't wait. So, I don't have to actually be paying out of my own pocket. I mean, last month, I was over fifteen hundred dollars because of the number of people who are streaming Hey, don't get me wrong. I love the the attention, but uh, we've got to pay for that. And um, we are now officially over four thousand downloads on apple, thirty eight hundred downloads on uh, Android for. Our app, which is uh, pretty cool. Let's get a lot more if we can. Just share it with a friend by going to say, hey, download this. This is pretty cool. All these uh, radio stations that aren't listening and creeping you out uh, by uh, tuning into you uh, all the time and seeing what the algorithms are and uh, what you might like. And then don't forget, you have the smartest guy in the whole city. Uh, Muska, the Dow 3000 uh, clipping away there as he uh, gives away his uh, thoughts on the day. And you get set up for seven to eight minutes probably about the average time it takes for you to sort of get started in your office father's office that is <coughs> where's dad he's in father's office father's office another way to reference uh, <coughs> the, the the morning uh, visit if you will you know, so there it is uh musk hour three you and me and uh our uh, community out there so i have uh, you on board You know you wanna touch upon uh, what you wanna go on and I'm happy to do that. But first, let me talk about hot sauce. He's made the Dow 3000 hot sauce. He Uh, has, yeah.
2: How did you like that? Was it good? It's taken me a couple years to work up my tolerance, and I think I had just crested the ability to tolerate that level when it was delivered. So, if I hadn't put the work in over the last few years, um, it would have been another situation entirely.
1: Yeah, there'd be a four alarm fire. Uh, <laughs> is, that, is that what they call it? Four alarm? I don't know. Do we even have that here? You think we'd have. Oh, don't forget Murder Mike here on Thursday to download on the weekend. Yes. We're kind of excited about that huh and don't I miss
2: michael I miss michael
1: we have our friday uh, friday uh <clears throat> Espinola blotter. whether we play the hits no come up there or maybe we just decide to go ahead and you know play the new one that they re- you think they're gonna have you had any replies no unfortunately
2: uh. Oh, no. it's sad. Let, all right, let me check the website right now. Mm. It's no, loading. It's loading. Oh, the blast blotters, June 7th. We already did that one.
1: Oh, God, it's going to be tough.
2: Those I got to reach guys, out again today. I'm going to reach out again today.
1: Are, those guys are calling us out for their radio show. <laughs> well, I guess you, I bet they're selling more subscriptions for us. We should, we have an editorial board meeting this week. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I just acquired the paper. These guys are making fun of our people. Yeah, that's probably. It. And the we Republican can't have that. Party is called and says, "Do not print it." That, because that, that's right. It's racist.
2: <laughs> uh, there is a new police chief. Uh, the uh, mayor has appointed the interim police chief to be the permanent peace chief, police chief. Mizel uh, right, Garcia, the 26-year-old mayor. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Mr. Garcia looks a little older than 26. Uh, of, of all the. I won't, I, I, I'm tempted to say a bad word, of the bleep jobs you could have in your life, folks. Uh, would you like to be the police chief in Española? Uh, yeah. I don't think a lot of joy uh, comes <laughs> out of that position. <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so I could print the blotter. I can share it once. <laughs> how terrible the job is. Already. Just live video stream yourself walking around town. <laughs> <laughs>
1: bad boys, bad boys. Hey, we stopped it in Burke. <laughs> we'll run it in Espa. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> Here we go. This was uh, this was this morning. I'm gonna turn down uh, Dowd. Dowd, you will be in studio tomorrow. By the way, I have a keyboard for you. Yes, I know, I know, I know. So tomorrow's Wednesday, Hump Day. We we'll want to see you in studio tomorrow for your second okay. anniversary. So, um, okay, we'll calling you in. We'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll spot you at twenty. We'll we'll give you a George <laughs> Floyd a George Floyd bill.
0: Oh,
2: nice. nice. Is
1: that all right. Just just okay. your, so you can cut across the cut across the.
2: Well, if it's a George Floyd bill, you can print them out as many as you want. Give me oh, a couple hundred of those toys. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So, uh,
1: what what is that scale called when they have the hot sauce or the... Scoville?
2: I believe Scoville,
1: Scoville. was that name for Mister Scoville. He loves sounds milk. like a southerner to me. <laughs> Dan Scoville. I'm so... <laughs> Dan Stoddard. Do you remember the Dan Stoddard? Uh, that was that was like the best. Dan Stoddard. I wonder if I put that under Stoddard. Let's see. Literally the best, worst commercial you've ever heard. Do you remember that? I remember you talking about it, but Dan Stoddard. Dan Stoddard. Dan Stoddard. Let's see. For land commissioner? For uh, no, for uh, let's see if I. I don't know if this. Maybe this will work. Let's see if this
0: what's up y'all this is the Patrick.
1: no that's uh that's dan patrick
2: (laughs) lee county sheriff
1: uh no let's see tim keller says he'll keep us safe but his records oh that's dan lewis oh god look you never know how these are labeled I'm Dan Lewis. I want an Albuquerque that is safe and processed. Oh, there we go. Can't
2: run that. We all we all do. We all do, but we're not Dan getting Lu- it.
1: Dan Lewis still wants an Albuquerque that. Dan uh, okay. Stuttered. No. I swear it was. Maybe I'm spelling Stoddard differently or something. Oh, I think I just ran across it. S T O. Man, I'd love to have that at the ready. Dan Stoddard commercial classic. <laughs> it's so terrible. Oh my God, it's the worst commercial. It just sticks in your head, and this woman is singing it, and it's like locked in at a certain like level in your brain, and you're like, "What? You cannot forget. So anyway, so hot sauce this morning text in. and I felt bad because I start thinking about that, and I'm like, okay, we've got to keep it positive. And I think of everybody else out there, like, I keep them positive And, you know, you know, like, I've tried to do everything I can. There's nothing more I can do other than get on the radio and talk about what's happening and possibly relate to. Like, there's just not much else I can do. He says, I'm so done working at the... I shouldn't have to come to work, stop my car to wait for the drug deal going down in the middle of the street. Shouldn't have to wait while the addicts in front of the parking gate finish shooting up before they move. I shouldn't have to fear some drunk or meth head not looking... Walk in front of my car on Central, Zuni, or Texas. I shouldn't have to get out of my car to smell the human s and urine. I shouldn't have to watch where I step to avoid stepping on needles. I shouldn't have to be afraid to come to work. Worthless News does a story on the mural painted on the wall of tiny homes. They don't bother to report that only four people are in there. They portray the tiny homes like a success. All they had to do was turn their cameras to the other side to film all of what I'm talking about. They don't give a damn about reporting the real issues. They're more focused on being killer's cheerleaders. Why is my depression dropping into a hellhole? I don't even see a glimmer of light that it will get better. I don't feel the tiniest hope that it gets better. Who's to blame is easy to answer. Killer who doesn't do much of anything to make real change. Uh, Worthless media that are more interested in blowing smoke than reporting the idiots of the city that voted Keller back in. Those unthinking sheep who repeat the mantra, I have always voted Democrat. I'm tired. I'm afraid. The city is dark. I see no rays of sunshine breaking through the clouds. He says, uh, his other friend says, beautiful, beautiful. Mouthful, but so true. Falls on deaf ears, though, unfortunately, but he might not have fallen off if it was still dueling, rolling. <laughs> Once he came to a complete side, everything it really got challenging for Uncle Joe. I'm considering leaving. As you know, I'm damn good at my job. How much of an impact would it be if I left? If I think I'm going to impact X and Y and the number of people it would affect. Okay. And then I sort of uh, jump in all that. I said, I'll, I'll read your text on there. Spend, uh, not a lot of time in Albuquerque lately. I, I do enjoy my children. I'm really not interested in being mayor of this city. Saying that it doesn't affect any change. I like Albuquerque because it is interesting and it's my hometown. It is the most interesting city in the world. Albuquerque will grow because the other places will not be able to absorb it anymore. I think I will likely, most likely, after my kids are... Out of school, buy a home in El Paso, Texas. <laughs> Why? Because it's Texas, and it's like Albuquerque, and it's got similar culture. I will like, and I can go to Mexico if I want. But I tell you what, my dad said. He said, between Los Alamos and all the other parts of northern New Mexico that burn they will never grow back. By the way, Dow, da, tomorrow and tomorrow show, I have a guy from northern New Mexico and how all of this stuff was precipitated. They dug everything out. Uh, they told them to call FEMA. They did everything before all this, and now the Forest Service is admitting that it messed up. Uh, this, was, this was planned. As far as I can tell, this was all planned. So we'll, Wow. Yeah, we'll talk about that tomorrow. We have somebody, and he'll, he's going to give me a blow-by-blow blow of what's happening. And I'm going to connect them, hopefully, to Mark Ronchetti uh, and uh, Jay uh, McCluskey, and hopefully they can know, make a big deal about this because they have the media apparatus to make that happen. And um, I hope so, because we've got to have these, these stories told. Um, he said between Los Alamos and all the northern uh, New Mexico that burned, they will never grow back. It's destroyed. Guess where all those people from northern Mexico are moving to? Albuquerque. Also heard that. You could see it at the malls. There's only one good, decent place to eat in all of Albuquerque, and that seems to be Ruth Chris nowadays. (laughs) 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 No, no, no. I ate at Monroe's on Sunday. and Of course, we had to set up for breakfast and all of our wonderful, you know, advertisers who jump aboard. I said, it's not going to change. you got to live your life. You have another opportunity. You can leave. There's lots of good jobs at other places like Colorado and Utah, but New Mexico is New Mexico. You have to want it he says, um, another friend chimes in. He says, the sad part is many of us are looking for other opportunities and places to go. My entire hundreds of acre mountain property burnt down. It will never be the same. Not one tree survived. High intensity burns to the entire area. Many of the properties have been in families for generations. They have destroyed culture and generational inheritance. What are these people going to do now? They have nowhere else to go. There is uh, where their family was from. My family cemeteries in the area almost feels as if it was all done by design. How else do you affect the strong-willed conservative individual that does not want to be a part of the concrete jungle? Reply, as I would look in Texas as well, my son is in Amarillo. I liked it a lot when I visited. San Antonio felt right, if that makes sense. Yes, San Antonio does have a good feeling to it. Protects nuclear weapons near Amarillo, by the way. No snow. I had my share of growing up in Massachusetts hard to leave the land of entrapment it's such a geographically beautiful area but everything else is really bad i still need the mountains near me i'm sure we'll end up sticking it out in new mexico but it's definitely not the best place to raise our three children my wife is very homegrown i would love to head to montana or Ohio seems to be a popular direction and the cost of living it has skyrocketed in recent years texas is always a good option but i truly just like hot and humid and then I write, the people don't care about anything but themselves and their next high, whatever that high is. I said, my children are about the only things that I really care about some days. I'll coach their teams, look at the other parents, and find other good people wherever I might be able to find them. The other person responds, I work remotely with my new job, so relocation is a possibility. If it was just me, I'd be gone. But it's hard to uproot the kids that are happy to have friends. I wish I could cut out my home improperly. Or property, excuse me, and replant it somewhere else. (laughs) I said there's lots of us. There's lots of people. Lots and lots and lots and lots of us. More of us than them, in fact. The best revenge is living a good life for yourself and paying attention to yourself. He says, if anybody's planning on moving and selling their homes, you should do it sooner rather than later. Housing market will definitely correct itself more likely than December. (laughs) So anyway, this continues for a time and, you know, it's therapy amongst friends. And let me kind of share this. I think it's important. If you have like a text group that you can create with like-minded people, even though you're at distance and people have commitments and things that they're focused on, try to help people in that way. Let people know that you're there for them, respond to them, listen to them, reply to them. And then it'll help you in a lot of ways. I got a lot from this by Hot Sauce sharing what he was sharing with me and... It was good. And I said, come on into the station, you know, schedule some time to come into the station and uh, I'll go ahead and uh, talk with him. So anyway, I want to share that with all of you because I know a lot of you are going through things and then again, you're not ready for the next story of stuff that's about to happen. you're not, keep it locked into the Keepa, download the app, listen to the show every single day and uh, there you go. Dowd's going to share with us here for the last 20 minutes. He's got some stuff he's going to do. I did actually share a number of stories with him that I wanted to get to. As well. I um, started to actually send it to him, which I think is super cool. He's reading my emails. He's, uh, I'm reading his emails. He's reading mine. Um, this morning, the New York Times put out some stuff. Good morning. Government's plan to fight inflation could cost jobs and restrict wage growth. Oh, you think? <laughs> Come on, folks. Uh, this one coming out of the COVID jabs. The risk of infection, according to the New England Journal of Medicine. Yes. COVID jabs increase your risk of infection. Other stuff, including Wall Street Journal reporting the Supreme Court declines to hear the Bayer appeal on Roundup. Pretty sad, knowing what we know about Roundup. Texas Republican Party passes resolution denying legitimacy of Biden's victory in the presidential race. Some more good stuff. And uh, finally, over 400,000 U.S. existing home sale prices hit a record of $407,600 in May. And we still don't have a Roe v. Wade ruling, but uh, we do have a Supreme Court ruling on. Maine must include religious schools in its own tuition program. That's uh, good news. School choice and uh, money following the student. Could it come to a state near you? Dow? <laughs> uh,
2: I will be having a piece on that uh, at rockoftalk.chat tomorrow. All right. Good. All right. Uh, all right. What's on your mind there, Dow 3000? Well, you know, people know I'm not, a, I'm not exactly Mr. Politics, but it, 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 what's happening wave elections are interesting because the then you start to get into sort of my area uh economics and, and social and cultural developments um, no matter how hard uh, as a politician you can be trying to stop the tsunami from from coming at you 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 can't necessarily stop it when we have conditions like we have today. I'm actually reading right now. It's uh, slow going because it's a lot of dense material, but I'm reading about the uh, Carter uh, administration and the final book in Rick Polstein's 10,000 page four volume history of from Goldwater to Reagan. So we just started 1979 and how many just amazing things were happening because of inflation. You had Democrats back then who had spent, you know, their whole FDR type careers, spending money. And the, from the Carter administration to, you know, local elected officials be, saying, you know, the new thing is austerity, uh, go, cost of government is killing people at a time when we have crazy inflation. We're we're coming, we're approaching that again with people looking up and seeing six and seven dollar uh, a gallon gasoline. So, the polling that came out, and uh, let me let me walk you through this. This is from a website that calls itself a journalistic website. It's really more of a left leaning leaning kind of uh, outlet. Uh, it's called a New Mexico Political Report. They hired a pollster called Public Policy Polling, which yeah. is a left leaning kind of pro democratic uh, yeah. polling firm. Now, if you if you do a very superficial analysis, uh, which is something the Dow three thousand would never do, you would go to Nate Silver's website and say, oh, they got BP. Plus or an A minus ranking, so they, they're five, really good. Five thirty eight. Five thirty eight. Uh, they're really good polling. Uh, it, it, that analysis that's done by Nate Silver, formerly of the New York Times, the big big quant guy. Uh, they pull. Po- they only. When they score on their polling grades, they only look at the 21 days before the election. We are, what, 130, 140 days before the election. There's still many, many, many miles to go. So uh, the history is that this polling firm leans leans Democratic. Uh, they, in, in 2020, they said that uh, Trump, the final poll, would only win Texas by one percentage point. He won by 5.6 percentage points. So that was off by a little. That's just one example I'm I'm throwing out there in terms of— 500%. Yeah it's, yeah, it's a small, minor, minor, minor adjustment. Uh, so, you know, take this for what it is. Uh, I think it's a, a semi decent poll. Uh, was it? Did it uh, the methodology was uh, 400, uh, 642 uh, New Mexico voters, margin of error plus or minus 3.9%. Uh, so, they did the governor, and then they did a couple of other statewide races. And I, I Mister Aragon, uh, Mister Eddie Aragon, does not need me to trigger any of his uh, hatred of uh, the Libertarian Party. So I, I, it's very rare that I will point this out, but I will read you the, <laughs> the headline: uh, Luhan Grisham ahead of Ron Ketty, again, with the caveats that I mentioned regarding this polling firm: forty-five percent to forty-two percent with Libertarian Karen Badoni receiving 9%. Um, that's, uh, wow. Uh, even for me, I think that's, wow. Uh, 5% saying they are not sure. So uh, we can look at this from a million different facets. Karen, to go-
1: if Karen stays in, there will be consequences for Karen if she stays in as a candidate. I'm going to let you know right now there will be the worst type of consequences for her politically if she stays in the race. And if the libertarians decide to go ahead and forfeit the governorship to Michelle Lujan Grisham by running a Mondragon-type candidate circa 1992, there will be the worst type of consequences for the Libertarian Party. Let me repeat that. Let me repeat this to you, Karen Bedoni, and Libertarian Party. If you decide to go down this road and stay in this race, because it's this commitment to staying on the ballot, and if you think that Mark Ronchetti does not have a chance this is a left-leaning poll that's come out. This is Mark Ronchetti's race to lose at this point, no matter what she slaps up against the wall. Karen Bedoni, if you stand in the way of us replacing Michelle Lujan Grisham, there will be the worst consequences for
2: you politically, period. And Eddie, I think in this case, uh, a lot of Republican real party hack types they hate the libertarian Party. They think the libertarian Party always costs them votes that it's much more subtle than that. It depends on you know a guy like Gary Johnson, who's a cosmotarian, he's much more interested in drugs and right, you know immigration sure. and being popular with the new york times that those candidates often draw equally you know right left Republican Democrat in the case of Karen Bononi, she's very you know. Rock ribbed constitutionalist, uh, you know, pro second amendment, pro gun. She is not a cosmetarian. so I would say she probably does draw more from Republicans than Democrats in this race. I know we got miles to go before we sleep in terms of the, the election, but at nine points, boy, uh, does, does Ron K- you know, Ron K- is just as the poll exists now, Ron Ketty's within the margin of error. And if he took a majority of those nine points, if he took four, five, six from Bodoni. Ron Ketty is sitting in the catbird seat. So, uh, this is a, uh, uh, I guaranteed one,
1: possibly two consistent governorships for Ron Ketty. My opinion, there's no way given what's right there other than Karen Bedonia It's the only way he
2: loses. Uh, and just, I, you know, I'm not an identity politics guy. The data supports that. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't like identity politics, but they did release numbers in terms of racial ethnic background and, uh, Ne- need I trigger Mr. Aragon more? Uh, Luhan Grisham's lead largely comes thanks to Hispanic or Latino voters, 64% of whom would vote for the incumbent.
1: Yeah, until um, we go full throttle to get Ron Kennedy across. So we're, we're gonna do we're gonna leave it all out there. I'm telling oh. you right now. Like there Absolutely. is no way I'm living through another four years of Michelle. Michelle. No way. It's it's no El Paso. We're packing up the vans overnight and we just are, heading straight to El Paso. Podcasting, relocating everything. The day that happens, it, it's over. I'm telling you, because as a lame duck second term, she is going to hurt you in the worst way. Have you have you gone to the Albuquerque Journal? Have you watched her dance? At the Mora homecoming. I, I, I
2: saw it, yeah. Oh. You
1: can't wipe that from your brain.
2: No, I can't. I can't. This
1: woman's insolence and self-confidence. Uh, I don't know. Do you call that self I don't know what to call that to be on it. I don't know what to call what she is, what she does, or anything. I, if there's anything negative about Mark Ronchetti, it will never come out of my mouth. I, that's how committed I am. That's entirely how committed I am to destroying and getting rid of Michelle Lujan Grisham. <laughs>
2: Eddie's there on the wrong Teddy train. <laughs> you
1: survey the terrain of the entire state of New Mexico, and there is not one bigger voice of opposition towards Michelle Lujan Grisham than Eddie Aragon, period. There is just Since day one. Yeah.
2: Since day one. Um, all right. So moving on to, to yeah. some of these other races because right. uh, we are we are running out of time. Um, again, this is public policy polling. If if anything, this leans a little uh, to the left, a little to the Democratic side. Uh, I'm going to preface this by saying Hector Balderas, our current attorney general, and as I always say, if you want to hide something to make sure no one sees it, uh, you want to put it in Hector Balderas' law books because there's no chance he'll ever find it there. Uh, Hector Balderas in 2018, he, he's term-limited out. He cannot run again. Uh, and I, I – Mr. Aragon has said many times that Hector Balderas is a very capable politician in New Mexico, and I, he I think it's – He's quite true. Um, he yeah. beat uh, our friend Michael Hendricks. I, I like Michael, um, but you know this is the usual Republican drubbing. Uh, he beat Michael by about 28, 29 points uh, yeah, uh, four years was. ago. Michael for, is for, like
1: one of the most likable individuals there is.
2: He really yeah. is. Uh, he really just is. super great guy. Um, but but again, he, he 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 posted the usual Republican statewide numbers, which are you know thirty thirty-three to thirty-eight percent usually in this state. Pretty pretty bad. I'm going to throw this number at you. For the new attorney general, the Democrats have nominated uh, Raul Torres. Uh, Raul
1: Raul Soros.
2: Yeah, he is Raul Soros. Uh, I'm working kind of more on a long-term piece about his assault on the New Mexico Civil Guard. Uh, He's working with Georgetown Law School to uh, legally target men who did nothing wrong, have not harmed anyone, uh, did not draw or discharge their weapons at the Anyate protest violence. That had nothing to do with that. Uh, he is, again, uh, tied up with Soros. Uh, he's a, he's a whatever the opposite of lock him up and throw away the key is, he's a, a let him loose. We just had a, a vehicular homicide, uh, allegedly, in Albuquerque from a uh, young man who should have been in jail for five or ten years uh, with, with all the char- with his rap sheet. I guess they screwed up the case under Torres, which he screwed up a lot of of cases and don't forget you're talking to the libertarian civil libertarian guy so uh you know i should be sympathetic to this but when it comes to Raul torres and and perps in albuquerque uh you get no sympathy from me the guy is a complete disaster so knowing what we know about the democratic state of new mexico knowing what we know about the incumbent winning by almost 30 points the last time democrat raul torres Running against uh, Republican Jeremy Gay, uh, who looks like nothing but great to me, but I don't know a lot about him. He, and he certainly not and doesn't have. Uh, yeah, certainly I mean, does not have great name recognition. Uh, he's not. He's not backed by you know national billionaires. Raúl Torres is only up forty four to thirty seven. He's up by seven points in this state. That blows me away, and that is potentially wonderful news. Just wonderful news. Yeah, there you go. Uh,
1: Colonna would have be gay? I don't think uh, Torres can be gay because they have the same sort of appeal that they're going for. Um, gay's young. He's got five children. He comes from a small town. He's black. He is a type of vote that, in my opinion, a Democrat will move away from Torres for.
2: The- yeah. Great looking family. The nice, beautiful picture Rick, of
1: them all. Squeezy Torres. I think, I, I think, gay. I'm not ready to go ahead and call it for gay yet. You know i'm I, i'm not going to make that prediction but i think we're a couple of months i'd probably say two two and a half months here we are june i'd probably say early september uh when i when i go on vacation i would probably be able to make that vac- you know it's the last month is gonna be a, it's gonna be a
2: slog so there you go. All right. What else uh, do you think? And, and, Yeah, just a final point. Uh, we're running out of time. Uh, Secretary of State, the loathsome Maggie Toulouse-Oliver, uh, who is uh, – just don't get me started. She's that's she's not polling great given the fact that she's been running for office for the last 30 years in New Mexico and is currently oh, – well, run for
1: Senate too. Let's not forget that.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, extremely ambitious. She's at 41% as a Democratic incumbent in a blue what? state. Not great. Not great. Uh, 34% Republican Audrey Trujillo. And um, you're about to hear some yelling on the air. You might want to turn the knob down a little bit, folks. The uh, Libertarian candidate is, again, polling at 9%. Uh, that? If, uh, uh, Mena Myers. Uh, the good news here is that there's 16% who are not sure. So uh, there's still a lot of I don't know there. But, Eddie, for, for uh, <laughs> Maggie, for MTO to be at 41%, that, that's very weak, weak number. Wow.
1: I don't know what to think about any of that yet. So let me—I um, got to get a hold of Audrey, and we'll kind of see what we can do and that yeah, we can help things. But these are interesting numbers. Um, there's certainly not lockdown numbers—that's for sure. You know, lock it up. Uh, no, there's no lock it up numbers here uh, at all. I think Gay, if the trend becomes our friend, uh, will continue. I think he could get there as early as August if we—if he's within three points, I'll call it for him. Just because the change is gonna come, you know. And I'll tell you, I think it's gonna come in, in that direction. And I think what a wonderful comeuppance that would be for uh tourists, you know. So oh. I think it really would because doing what he's done to the city, I think we're on a record pace yet again for homicides here in the city of Albuquerque. He no doubt has turned out his turnstile justice system uh downtown. I I'd love to see Jeremy Gay get that. And you know, he's got the best marketers in the in the business. My video guys. Remember my video guys, the one that created the Eddie Aragon. Commercial? Good
2: team, good team.
1: Yeah, those are the the best, and they're very understated and very humble. And um, I, don't, I can't say enough good things about Rick and you know his team, and they're just they're good, 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 good people. They really are
2: like. They would- well, but back to this concept of the wave election, though. I mean. Yeah. You can't There's be, no Maggie. To- There's no wave of election. Well, no. it, it, it's, it's the Not sentiment. Here. It's the anti-incumbent, anti-establishment sentiment of the voter when gasoline is 6 or $7 a gallon. This kind of thing happened in the late 1970s. Uh, for our younger kids, uh, and I count myself among them, Ronald Reagan for most of his political career nationally, that he was perceived as a complete joke by the experts. Yeah, he, was wow, uh, he was this California cowboy. He was going to start a nuclear war, yeah. a complete, complete joke. But the late 1970s, were, the times were so dark with, as Eddie always says, the misery index, the unemployment rate, the interest rate. People's, voters do things out of character when the external conditions, that the undeniable external conditions has nothing to do with what that the candidate says or does, uh, uh, you know what they claim to do, whether they give a good speech. Their day-to-day lives, they're worried about their economic situation or the international situation, their safety, crime. Interesting things can happen. I'm not predicting a Republican wave in this state because this state is not a Republican state. I'm saying that the conditions are ripe for some mighty big surprises, and these data kind of support that, that possibility.
1: So the governor's race is ronchetti's to lose karen bedoni needs to drop out of the race and make a truce and support ronchetti and you know end this ridiculous libertarian push uh for whatever um chris what's the guy up in los alamos chris uh oh L- lucini chris lucini i yeah. mean chris uh you probably need to call me i think we need to start figuring uh stuff out because we're now at the numbers point i mean do you want michelle lujan grisham in office or do you want to talk about whether or not Mark Ronchetti is really a or really liberty-minded or something like that? I don't want to get into this. Okay, I mean uh, Mark Ronchetti's, you know running out uh, Juneteenth messages. I, mean, I don't even want to get into that. I won't even touch that with a ten-foot pole. Reason being is I want Mark Ronchetti to be your next governor. Period. If I had one wish in 2022, it's for Mark Ronchetti to be the next governor. Why? Because I've, we've got to work on the legislation next. We've got to work on all the other pieces next. Like, we're talking about 90 years. If we get into this triple digits. Like, it's interminable. I, we, it was It's never going to change. And I, I cannot have my children live in a world just like that. I'll give you my final thoughts on the rest of this. Dow's going to give you his top five as voted by, by the clicks of the readers at rockoftalk.chat. Become a subscriber today for less than 20 cents, folks. So please, please, please. We need your support. Uh, beginning in July, I'll put up a paywall for our couple of apps that we have up there, and then I'll start asking for donations. I've never asked you for anything before, but we're going into something that is much deeper and darker than COVID. Uh, at some point, I deserve to get paid for the things that I'm doing beyond just dealing with my um, uh, having my advertisers pay me and having them support what we're doing. And don't forget, I, I helped our advertisers with five, five months of reprieve. Uh, so let's not forget that uh, as well. Down
2: to your top five. Speaking of the five, what were they? Yeah, folks, uh, you picked these links uh, as the most popular, and uh, I lay them out there and you you choose to click on them or, or not. Uh, number one, our friend Nick over at the Conservative New Mexican, his analysis, he's uh, saying that there's a rough reelection road for MLG, uh, MLG uh, a lot of angry voters, and potentially low turnout turnout this year, which would probably help uh, Ron Ketty. Our number two click was the weekend recap by our friends at Albuquerque Raw. All the murder and mayhem that never seems to end in our beautiful Duke City, and I'm experiencing more of that up where I live, which is just wonderful. Number three, uh, uh- a stern lecture from someone up in Los Alamos, you really should love your neighbor. And that was the real point of, of this essay that was posted at the Los Alamos Reporter. I threw it out there as kind of a gag. Pe- people bid on that. I do apologize for it, folks. Uh, number four, a uh, great piece in the American conservative. January 6th was not a coup. It was not an attempted coup. It was not an inter- insurrection. Stop with your nonsense. And number five, I'm loving putting these videos out. There's a guy named Tony Heller up in Wyoming. He does great oh, yeah. debunking videos of, of uh, global warming nonsense on rumble. Google.com, and folks are loving this, Eddie. I'm seeing it pop up in the top five almost every day. So that is our most popular links. And you can subscribe and get them yourself. Chat, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Plus, our show will be up tonight. Thanks to Natalie. And you heard it all on the AM radio. Love you, that. Love you, Nat. Love you, Nat. tomorrow, bright and <laughs> early 4 p.m. K-H-J Los
0: Angeles. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. none of that crap back in 1970 We didn't know about a world wide web With a whole different game being played Back when I was a kid Wanna get down in a cool way? Picture yourself on a beautiful day Big bell bottoms moving groovy long hair Just a walking in style with a portable CD player No, you would listen to the music on the AM Radio AM, Yeah, you could hear the music on the AM Radio Back in '72, another summer in the neighborhood, hanging out with nothing to do. Sometimes we go driving around in my sister's Pinto, cruising with the windows all down. We'd listen to the radio station. We were too damn bored by the eight-track But we It wasn't a good time to want to be inside. My mama want to watch that TV all goddamn night. I'd be in with the radio on. I would listen to it all night long. Just to hear my favorite song. You'd have to wait, but you could hear it on the AM radio. AM radio. Yeah, you could listen to the AM radio. I am still here, Mama. Boy,
2: the radio's down. About that show again. I don't want to watch that show.
0: Can we watch Good Times with Chico and the Man or something cool? Turn it off! Turn it off! Back in 75, we were all growing up on the inside and the outside. We got in trouble with the police and we got about to get high in the back of my friend's rest. I remember 1977, I started going to concerts and I saw the Led Zeppelin. I got a guitar on Christmas, day. the Jimmy, that you for coming to Santa come teach me the play.